Hey, this is Xander Genere. And this is Bonnie Gordon. And together we are the, the Library, Library Bards. Bars. You're listening to Nerd Thug Radio. Woohoo! On com. We are Nerd Thug Radio. Woo-hoo. I'm the Captain Joey Savage. Well, I'm Corey DLG. Nico DLG. <laughs> Did you, you like forget that? for a second who you were? <laughs> no, I was like, eh, I, was, yeah. I was thinking about maybe doing a new nickname, but I figured out. No, you're Corey DLG. I'm Corey DLG. That's pretty. That's an accurate statement. We're Nerd Thug Radio. You can catch us at nerddugradio.com. Uh, so you're trying to make something cool, like uh, like the astronaut? No, not at all. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm the trying. captain. Right. Are you I'm feeling some jealous? Gonna, I was going to like. Are you envious you? of me? Uh, planet colonizer. We are on irlonestar.com. Soon to be Conroe's FM 104.5, Sister Station. It's going to be pretty awesome. Pretty sweet. Uh, Facebook.com backslash Nerd Thug Radio. That's true. Yeah, yeah. Instagram. I, I do get all the time people asking me, what does the DLG stand for? And Corey. It's like, well, his last name is De La Gordia. It's pretty simple. Yeah. yeah LG. Right, yeah, oh, yeah. that makes perfectly good sense. Yeah. Perfectly, perfectly You know where good. it comes from? De La Gordia, uh, your dad. Yeah, no, Pan- that's how names work. And then yeah. Panama before right. that. No, uh, his I mean, dad. I meant the DLG thing. Um, the DL Jizzle. DL Jizzle. Would you prefer to be called uh, Coco or Corky instead? No, I was no. called Dela on my high school football team. Yeah, nice. that's yeah. a good one. I like that one though. Dela. Uh, yeah, Dela doesn't bother me. Jenna actually went by Dela. She did for Jenna Dela for yeah, a, long a long time. time. Well, that's her that's handles. Um, weird. It's not weird. Uh, actually, that was because of her uh, dance team, which is sort of like a sport. So Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> um, Everyone calls each other by their last name because some people yeah. might say the same first name. Right. Um, but no, so for me, there was a uh, a friend of ours. Uh, she was Hispanic, and she like she always came up with people's like nicknames. Like She didn't call anybody. That was her thing? Full, yeah. I guess she was just, I don't know, like just Hispanic. She wasn't smart of, enough to remember their real names, so she just gave them fake names. Oh, the fat bearded man. Mm. I call him fat bearded man. I'll call him Gordo. <laughs> No, um, <laughs> that's kind of what happens. Yeah, pretty much. But also, no. you guys all like a lot of Hispanics. They just call everybody Pop and Mom. Well, yeah, they do a lot of nicknames in Hispanic. But it's all Pop. That's true. Like, um, come on, I Pop. I don't even be called by my real name. Nico is not even my real name. It's all a lie. Right. It's all a mirage. So anyway, she was one who was like, "Oh, Corey DLG," and I was like, "You know what? I kind of like that." I'm it gonna, does. It pretty works, pretty and it's stuck. And Victoria it's stuck. was called that in middle school. Victoria what? DLG. Yeah. Or she was. Corey DLG. Yeah. Victoria was called Corey DLG. <laughs> it's Awkward. True. That's weird. They, the name transferred. <laughs> Maybe I knew one of her teachers. <laughs> hey. hey, ladies. 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 <laughs> so we uh, we this episode we're gonna cover a lot of our Louisiana Comic Con. Experience that, that was that true, was some fun true. guys. Here are the next couple segments. I just got my uh, my uh, my clearance for the free clinic. Yeah, so uh, you're good to go. Yeah, I'm good to go again. Corey's good to go. Shot of penicillin, cleared Boom. it right up. Boom, burning moxicillin's you know just saying? not strong enough. Burning gone. Burning gone. Yeah, you know they say what happens in Louisiana gets put inside gumbo. Usually needs a shot. Usually <laughs> needs a shot. <laughs> that's uh, that's been my rule always. Always. Yeah. Yeah. Always. <laughs> always and forever. Burning Gone, that would be the name of my uh, first country album. <laughs> that's, a, that's a good one. Burning Gone? Burning Gone. Gone. That's fair. I'm feeling like that should be the slogan for, like, butt cream. Burning, Burning Gone. Gone. <laughs> like uh, Boudreaux's butt paste. Yeah, Boudreaux's butt paste. Burning Gone. Boudreaux, call us. I mean, we own that butt paste. Golden. Golden. Yeah. Straight golden. Can I say we own that butt paste? <laughs> is, that, is that radio? Are you about that butt paste life? Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm all, all about, about that butt paste. paste. That, that butt paste. paste. That's little, too many syllables there, but it no works. Trouble. Nothing. It's <laughs> no too trouble. Many don't, don't change that part. No trouble. For Nerd Thug Radio. 
<laughs> I saw something today what that made me, made me laugh. Explain. Did, did I send you that picture? Yes. Elaborate. Oh, okay. And I left. Yeah. No, well, I, was, I, was I, mean, a, I was telling a Allie Savage today, and she didn't find it very funny, but I did. Okay. So I pulled up to the gas station this morning. Okay. There's a car on the left, a car on the right. All right. The two car, cars. Two cars. The car on the left was a Dodge Charger. All right. All right. The guy gets out. He's wearing a Pepsi Cola shirt. Perfect. Okay. The guy on the right is in a Mustang, like a brand new Mustang. Okay. He gets out. He's wearing a Coca-Cola shirt. Nice. They nice. both walk into the gas station. Dodge guy grabs a uh, Rockstar. Okay. Mustang guy grabs a Monster. That's backwards. No, that's right. That's right. right. Yeah. I mean, you can't plan that any perfectly. It that's should have been like a commercial. That's awesome. Like Pepsi is second rate to to um, to Coke. Right. The Almost. Dodge Charger is second rate to the Mustang. You know what would have been Rockstar cooler? Rockstar second-rate monster. It would have been cooler if the Coke guy had gotten to the door and waited for the Pepsi guy to hold the door for him. <laughs> that would have been <laughs> That would have made it really That would have been hilarious. Like, if he would have walked up to the door first and then just kind of put his hands on his hip, like... Get the door, man. Well, just going to wait. Get the door, bro. <laughs> Real men don't open doors. Real men got bees. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Pepsi, come on. Be my bee. Open the door. I just thought it was It was, that, it was a great start to the morning. <laughs> that, was, that is a good start to the morning. It was a good start to the morning. Work went well. Dropped some pipe bombs on people at work. Yeah. Went and beat Nico at lunch and some hero clicks. So yeah, like a like a now I'm here. full day. Now I'm here. Yeah, he's just Played savage. some Mario Kart before we came. Yeah. Hey, Me and the mommy good. Savage and the uh, little Savage kids. Yeah. The Savage children. What a great day. So, great um. Day. That sounds exciting. Great day. At my job, I got told uh, F you like, like eight times by one person today. <laughs> nice, nice. <laughs> that sounds hung, interesting. they hung up on me. Oh, on the phone. Not a coworker. Not a coworker. Okay. No, my, my coworkers generally pretend to like me. Pretend. Well, um, you know, that's what we do here on the show. And then Nico I spoke, there, right? I spoke boom. to somebody who more room. than likely uh, was mentally ill. But uh, you know how you get those people who they're kind of like right on the edge. They're they're walking a thin line. They're walking, walking. a thin line. Like most of what like, they say, uh, like they function enough. The lights are on at home, but nobody's home. Right. Like they function enough that if you weren't paying attention to them, you would think they're normal. But then when you hear the words that are coming out of their mouth, you're like, wait a minute. That uh, didn't sound right. A little suspicious. Right. Right. Yeah. So you were talking to Donald Trump then? I today. was talking to D. Trump. Gotcha. No, uh, but yeah. So it was definitely Daniel. it was definitely a weird conversation because you know what I do could get a little a little troublesome for people. It sure can. You know, yeah. tell them to pay old debts. So I'm talking to this guy about it, and I'm like, hey, you know, uh, where the money at? And, Where's um, the dough? Right. What a dough at? What at? Dough? And his story you just think- kept getting like weirder and longer and weirder you- and longer. He does too bad you can't write that down and like make a movie out. I of know, it. right? Like it started off, he was like, oh, well, the car got stolen. And I was like, all right, well, That's actually, inaccurate. typically when you port a card stolen, they help you out. They cancel it. They Duh. give you a new one. They cancel any charges that happen after, you, you know, know because kind of the world isn't out to get you. If you ask for help, there's usually someone. Right. No, the world is out to get most people. I mean, yeah, well, the, yeah, most people, but I mean. When but there's, there's still a policy in place. There's yeah. still a policy in place for a stolen car. So then, so then I, you know, we start talking about, like, the dates. And I have information in front of me relevant to the story. And so when he starts giving me dates, I was like, okay, well, that's not what we're talking about, though. Like, This is this is irrelevant. Right. Yeah, this actually, by the time that happened, you that's not what we're talking about. And he's like, oh, okay, well, oh. also I have uh, $93,000. I said, okay, well, great. And then he said it was uh, stolen from him by the VA. Yeah, I like and this guy. I was guy. like, all right, okay. What was this uh, guy's name? I want to be his friend. No, I can't <laughs> what? I can't tell you who he is. Does this story get worse or better? Um, No, worse. Okay, it keep just, going. It just kind of spirals from there. All right, well, come on, spiral. I was like, all right, well, I Drop said, your portals. Let's go. I said, I said, well, listen, you know, you you think they owe you this money. He goes, well, you call them and you get the money from them. And I said, no, 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 <laughs> no, 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 no. That's not how this works. That's not how this works. Like, I'm You're the loan shark. I got, I got you on the phone. Like, no one else is claiming your chip here. Like, this is right, your, right, right. This is your debt. And he's like, 
he basically implied that uh, he would supply the equipment if I would like to handle this for him. <laughs> wow. And I was like, This guy I'm, thinks like he knows what he's doing. What right. a nice guy. <laughs> yeah. He's talking to a person on a recorded line, because I tell him that like four times, these are recorded lines. And on a recorded line. Play the tape back. And he even says at the beginning of the call, I hope this is recorded so they know how angry I am. <laughs> and then later in the like call, he's guy. like, listen, I'm going to give you some things that I would like for you to uh, to take care of this for me. And I was like, I can't. You can do this for me, right? I said, I said, sir, listen, I'm just here to try and collect the, the money. I said, what I can do, I can set you up on. I got Which, options here. What you do here and here and there. I got options. Basically, he just kept spinning the web. <laughs> he just kept getting, like, the story kept just falling out of control. And that's, like, the further down it goes, you start to, like, because somebody could have one bad thing happen to him. And somebody so could even have two and three bad things happen to him. But this not is, 27 this, and a half. But when you get to this 18 thing and they're not, because you, your job is to get them back to the money. Realistically, okay. Well, I hear you. I, you know, it's terrible, and this is going to sound this is going to sound awful. I, you know, I'm sorry that your wife had cancer, and this I'm sorry that awful. your dog died, and I'm sorry that your car is broke. However, we are only discussing the three thousand dollars in front of us. So, what you're can like we a do legal loan shark collector. What can we do about that? A legal one. Yeah, I mean, I, I have to- the uh, same policy when I answer the phone from a debt collector. I say, "Hey, it's Joey." Like, sir, are you? I was like, my wife will take care of it. Click. That's all I do. Yeah, and I say my actually, wife will take care of it, and I hang up. That actually done. resolves nothing. And then I block the number. <laughs> see, that part does mm-hmm. resolve something, but that actually resolves nothing because... And then I go home, and I say, hey, see this number? They call me, collect the money, handle it. Handle it. <laughs> Easy. You handle it. Easy. And she does. So we actually need a little bit more information than that when we no, talk no, no, to no, 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 no. That's all you get from Joey Savage. My wife nice. will handle it. The, the, I'll call you. The one-sentence hang-up is the most ineffective, like... I know people think that they're like... I, I promise you they tell their friends they handle their business. Like, no, I, I don't handle you, I don't handle my business at all. Like, I promise I just you they say, hang up and they're like, man, my I wife take will take care, care of my it. Business. I got this. Hang up, Boom. block number. <laughs> but, there you go. Allie Savage, uh, we got to take care of this. Tell me what you want to do. <laughs> but in reality, what happens is on those one-sentence phone calls, we get off the phone and we go, I'm just going to call everyone else on this list now <laughs> until he calls me back. Like, that's just my, my, my... I guess there's nobody on my list because no one else gets a phone call. Uh, No, there probably is, but you probably don't have a lot. Like, there's probably... Probably they're probably either low debts or they're unenthusiastic collectors. Yeah, because honestly, like if what happens to me is I take it personal when I get the one. You take everything personal. Well, that's that's the fuel to my fire. So tell me something funny. Um, not working. Was he not not debt collecting? Yeah, I don't know. Tell me something funny that happened this week. Not debt collecting since Um, we returned from our. So I actually I I left work early today. Oh, okay. That's why you didn't call me when you left work. Yeah, I left work early today because I was like. Did Honestly, you pull told, a Jerry Maguire and say, "Who's coming with me?" No, I told I told my boss's boss. My boss is just like he's just he's never at his desk. So <laughs> it's like one thirty. I go to my my boss's boss and I'm like, "Hey, uh, I don't actually, uh, you know, I'm not having I'm not having a like today's not rolling right." And he goes, "Well, I need some coverage on Saturday." I said, "Deal, that's fine." <laughs> I just left. Just left. All right, I'll do it Saturday. Yeah, yeah that's fine. I'll, I'll just, do it live. We'll do it live. Just left. Clock it out. Deuces. <laughs> You've done that so many times, though. You always you always come to the story. It was just like, yeah, I left early. I'm coming back on Saturday. Yeah, and it's funny because, like, for a couple weeks there, they they made two different decisions that they never got together. One of them was that, uh, you know, oh yeah, sure, you know, if you want to, if you need to go, or if you want to go, we always need coverage on Saturdays, so you can work Saturdays. And then they didn't want to work. And then Saturdays. unilaterally, someone else decided they didn't want to work Saturdays. So for like two or three weeks, there was like. Uh, yeah, they were like, hey, just, uh, you know what, man, I need somebody on Saturday. You want to just get out of here? I'm like, yeah, no problem. Absolutely. And then, like, the next day, I'd be t- talking to another manager. be like, yeah, I got to come in tomorrow. And he's like, uh, no one's going to be here on Saturday. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no one's going to be here. I don't know why Sounds you're Sounds good coming. to me. All right. Okay. <laughs> I'm Saturday, out. We'll back later. off. Yeah, fine. <laughs> Speaking of backing off, Corey, 
What are you doing? Hit me with the clown joke. Uh, okay, we gotta keep edit it, here. Keep it radio. We gotta, we gotta edit. Keep it radio. Change this, the one word. This is in honor of, of dumb tweets. This here we is in honor of dumb tweets. Hit me, with the ra- hit me with the clown. So the tweet was, I don't understand, are these actual clowns or just people dressing up as them? And that in and of itself is a dumb tweet, but it's not funny. But the first reply on the thread is what makes it hilarious because the, rely, the reply is, B, what is an actual clown? <laughs> <laughs> Nico, hit me with it. Well, which one? There's several. Oh, my God. You fail. You, you had you one. Quit. You had, had one, one line. You I didn't have one. Line. What, I didn't have one. One line think, the whole trip. What other thing did you think was funny that you said the whole trip? One trip. I have no idea. You had one line. You I even texted line. to all of us today. Yeah. yeah after I, after I said this. I was sitting in class, and I was really bored, and I was like, hey. <sighs> Which one? Gosh. Which try, one? Quit trying to act like you're funny. Okay, oh. so um, tell your one line. So oh. there's a there's a video oh. up on the rants page of <laughs> Zach and Corey going back and forth over time travel. You noticed who won that argument, right? and it was hilarious. It's a good argument. And uh, one of my favorite lines from it is Zach is looking at Corey and just goes, "I have forgotten more about time travel than you will ever know about time travel in the future. <laughs> my whole life is thunder." <laughs> so you should check out the uh, video. Saying, saying of the trip, my whole life is thunder. You yeah. should check out the video on the YouTube. Uh, under rant section on thirdthugradio.com. Click on the videos. That was like 10 minutes into the road trip, too. Uh, yeah, we, didn't was... even, we didn't even hit the freeway yet. Yeah. We were in the car. We're not we even just the freeway. Gotten into the we car literally was... just got in the car. I've watched the video like 38 12 times. times. <laughs> oh. You're going to be like... <laughs> Nico, do you remember your line now? Yes. Go. They said he was so tall, he could ride a regular horse. That's in response to me calling uh, Nico Bilbo Baggins. Yeah, because it's an accurate Because of, it, of his haircut. Because really of his is. haircut. What was it? He looks like uh, what's it, Bartimus from the Santa Claus, <laughs> the the elf, the head elf. That's Nico. That's actually a true statement. I do look like an elf. <laughs> the guy. He looks no- like a strung out drunk Scott Bayo who's let his hair grow and just given like up on life. Scott Bayo early nineties. Scott Bayo. Yeah. When they're like, "Hey, Bayo, can you do grunge?" And he's like, "Can I do grunge?" Heck yeah, I can do grunge. <laughs> check me out. And they're like, "Oh." So check us out. We're gonna take a break. When we get back, we're gonna play an interview from a very special guest. From Louisiana Comic Con. I have no recollection of this. Nerd Thug Radio. Hashtag talking nerdy to you. Lone Star Community Radio is Montgomery County's community radio station. And we are looking for talk show hosts and volunteer DJs for our music shows. Are you interested in having your own talk show on Lone Star? Or have you always wanted to live out your dreams of being a music DJ? With the addition of Conroe's FM 104.5 and 106.1 and video aspects of our talk shows, we are needing people to grow with us. If you or someone you know might be interested, please contact us online at IRLoneStar.com slash contact us or call the station at 936-647-5747 for more information. Welcome back to another segment of Nerd Thug Radio. We're there. I'm the Captain Joey Savage with my heterosexual life partner, Corey DLG, DLG and uh, Nico DLG. Also known as Bilbo Brayo. Bilbo Brayo? Bilbo Bayo. I like it. Bilbo Bayo. I like it. Bilbo Bayo, the first elf of Santa Claus. The first elf. The first elf of Santa Claus. The lead elf. Yeah, I like that. I do like that. So we spent some time at Louisiana Comic Con. Yes, That's yes. it was our it was our first con where uh, we actually got invited to do media for the right. show. Some media coverage. Have you guys framed your uh, media passes yet? No, I, no. I don't even know where mine is. I, anymore, I, actually. I believe mine got thrown away. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was super fun. We're a real sentimental lot. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I have it. I think it's in my bag. 
but I don't know exactly where. I have to go bag. to the frame place to get some frames for my sweet Ninja Turtle. Oh painting. my goodness! Oh yeah. So one of the coolest things. So me and DLG, uh, we've been going to cons for like six years now. Yep. Uh, uh. But usually we're at the con so much, and it's in Houston, and so we gotta drive back up to the Woodlands Conroe area. So we bail out like around. I think one time we stayed till like eight to yeah, watch some wrestling. Yeah. yeah. But we never do any of the after party stuff. No, we never do. So this time. Everybody run we run into, because we had the media pass, like, oh, you should definitely come check out the after party. Right. So we decide, all right, you're cool, man. Let's do it. Let's check it out. We got nothing else to do. We're in Louisiana. Let's yeah, go. we're staying real close to everything. So let's go downtown. Shout out to Hagen Bruce. Hey, Hart. listen. Before you start talking, <laughs> just shut the heck up. <laughs> Every single time. Every single time. So, uh, yeah, so we can check it out. And so it's, we're it, this place called, uh, what was it, Nighttown? Nighttown. It was like a club bar area. Like, I didn't know what to expect of it at first. I didn't either, honestly. It looked big, it but did. it also looked kind of like a country type Bar-ish. It's probably yeah. because they want to be flexible and do everything. That's and so true. we get there and we get in free with the passes. There's, it's like 8 o'clock, 8.30, I think. Not a lot of people there. Right. So we get a real front row seat, and they're doing live art, which is super cool. The, yes. Really. So these artists from the show are knocking back a few brewskis and then just drawing stuff. Yeah. And, it was and they pretty, turn around and kind of selling it there It was on the pretty spot. good stuff. Like, they're pretty really cool, too. Cause they I was, like I was this close to like seeing if I could just get in there and draw my own thing. But <laughs> that one guy in the middle with like the 1990s uh, wrestling haircut oh, was yeah. taking forever. He literally he didn't even finish. He spent about 15 minutes setting up his camera to film <laughs> I know, himself. Like, maybe he's, a, maybe he's like a streamer and he was like well, streaming like, it. No, but like everybody that was up there was like this dude did a pretzel dog. Yeah, that and, was cool. Uh, that one chick did the uh, water bottle with the goldfish yeah, in it. Yeah, the water bottle with goldfish in it. They were I just kind of doing, like, kind of crazy, stupid stuff. But this guy got serious about it. Right. He did, like, a whole, like, well, two-page spread. There is another guy who did, like, a cool, like, Dracula the Vampire dude. Yeah, that yeah, was but, one of the guys at the very end. But that yeah. one went really quick, though. Yeah, yeah he was he fast. Was really, he was fast. It was really good. So this and one, I actually think it was Sabretooth. Was it? You think so? Because it was a yellow paper. I don't think it was. It was, it was like, like orange paper. Because we went and sat down on that guy's, um, he was with uh, Rob Guillory of uh, Chew. Yeah. They were doing that uh, panel we sat in on. And he even said that he wasn't really into Marvel comics and the Spanish stuff. Oh, you're stuff. right, you're right. Oh, that was the same guy. And uh, That was that dude. He didn't really start even reading comics, I don't think, until he was like 18, 19. Yeah, yeah, that's what he said. But then this guy steps in, and <laughs> he didn't look like an artist. And he had this green uh, board or sheet he was going to work off of. And he starts drawing these Ninja Turtles. Oh, and at sick. first we're like, what the heck? This is awful. Yeah, that's it, when I started getting the idea. Maybe anybody can do it. I was going to go draw a clown or, like, my naked woman that turns into a dog thing. Nice, nice. Uh, but then he just starts going and going, and it He's, just kept getting better and better. Yeah, because it's, it's, it's all four turtles in different styles. Yeah. But all the styles are, like, childish kind of styles. Yeah, it looks oh, so, it's great. so great. It and really, uh, Nico purchased it. I have it. It's on, it, it's mine now. It looks like a talented five-year-old drew It does, right? Michelangelo has a square shell. It's great. <laughs> oh, but it was so good. And there's, was, there's a, he did, like, background pieces that he didn't paint. And there's like Crane, but he's all like the, all the just villains. like a squiggly thing with like squiggle yeah, arms. Four main off. villains like Crane, Shredder, Bebop, and Rocksteady. Yeah, in the background. I did all of them. Nice. So. And then all of a sudden, after like ten thirty, the whole place just turns into a big like. It turns into a Saturday night night. A club. Saturday night college party. Yeah, ten uh, bucks. Ten bucks entry. Left. Ten buck entry fee, and there's like a line wrapped around like the place. two miles around the place. Yeah, we walk in. We literally walk up to the door, pay nothing to get in. We literally uh, just wait, walk in. no line, nothing. And then an hour and a half later, the line is around the block. And blown up. And cover charge McGee. Blown up. So then we stopped at a little place next door. That place was awesome. Uh, By the way, leaving Nighttown, we definitely picked the exact right time. 
uh, when I closed my tab, I had to walk through that group of people. Yeah. Every one of them, because we were just in like shorts and our. Oh, our they were all, they were dressed up, bro. They were dressed up. So as I'm walking through them, every one of them is looking at me like I'm a homeless person. It's like, how'd this guy in basketball <laughs> right. shorts get in? Yeah. No, I was also wearing basketball <laughs> I know. shorts. Yeah. All you guys wear is basketball shorts. I don't well, wear yeah, real I'm gonna pants. Be, I'm going to be standing at a con for seven hours. Everywhere we go. Why in the world would I ever wear pants again? Right. <laughs> I no longer have to wear them. Oh, God, it's true. So scary You're thought. right. You never have to wear pants again. Never. Never. Never again. Never again. Never again. So one of my favorite stories about the second place we went to. So we walk into this joint, and it's super loud. It's like so this, loud, because there's a band playing. And, uh, it's like, like an old school, like... Coffee this is, shop. This is a place you and I would have gone to if we were if we were friends when we were, like, 19. Right, definitely. This would have been a place we would have... This has been the hangout. Yeah. These are the places that me and Ali Savage used to go to when we first started dating. Okay. Like, these little dive Very small little venues. Tall, but they had a really yeah. cool patio. They did. And so, I was like, Corey, grab me a brew. Give me a beer. You're like, okay. And so, you, we, we like a particular type of beer. Right. It's super loud. Uh, so if you know what beer is, and uh, you can look at the Joey Savage blog to learn about all good beers. Oh, okay. Uh, on the it's website. alcoholic beverage. And Corey goes, <laughs> Corey goes, hey, let me get two Hefeweizens. If you know anything about Hefeweizens? They're light brewskis. Right now she's got she's got like a she's got like six beers on tap behind her. So specifically, right. what I ask her is, which one of those is, is a Hefeweizen? Hefeweizen? I want one of those. Right. And she says, I don't have one of those, but I have. And all of a sudden, like the songs get louder right there for some reason, and I yeah, can't hear playing. So Corey's harder. like, "Cool, give me two of them." Yeah, I said, "Okay, give me two. And she starts pouring. It's the darkest beer I've ever seen in my life. The second she starts pouring it, it looks like oil. Like, and I look at Joey, and I was like, "These are not Hefeweizen." And I keep telling you, I was like, "Get the IPA, get the IPA." But I don't like IPA. I love IPAs now, and we got stuck with some like deep south um, coffee, coffee porter. porter. <laughs> oh, it was good, but it was so it. rough. It was I so good. It. I loved it. Might be the first time in like 10 years I haven't finished a beer. I mean, it was that rough. No, no. Listen, I know you call yourself Joey Savage on the radio. I am the Savage. You're a lady boy. I've seen you sit beer with your pinky out. I've seen you leave many a beer behind on a table. No, definitely don't do that. I, I'm usually, I'm usually finishing Mommy Savage's beers. Okay, that part is Thank true, you. too. Thank you. Bring it here. So anyway, so that, let's let's jump back to Con Talk. Okay. Con Talk. Um, it wasn't that, that big of a place. It wasn't we kinda, that big. But we, we knew going into it it wasn't going to be huge, so that's what we were excited about right. to get the feel of like how to get things yeah, done. Yeah, because we know Lafayette's not a big town. But, oh, my goodness, there, there were so, so many, many people, people there. It was crazy. The place was packed. So here's a weird tidbit. On the second day, Louisiana Comic Con had to post on their Facebook page that the ATM was now empty. At the Cajun Dome. So at <laughs> that's the Cajun how many Dome. people were there. And draw, withdrawing money that didn't yeah. come with cash prepared. <laughs> and uh, you said how many? How much do those ATMs usually hold? Anywhere between fifty to eighty thousand dollars in cash. And they had like three of them, I think, because it's the Cajun Dome. This is where um, UL Lafayette Raging Cajuns play basketball and volleyball and all that stuff. Yeah, and so, pretty big gone, place. done, empty. money empty. It's a lot of cash. The only one of the only drawbacks. Only one drawbacks. Um, it was set up very strangely. No, not even that. That was fine with me. It's just, it was a lot of anime-type stuff to me. There was a lot of anime. I did see a lot of people that I did recognize. But well, not even that. Just the people that were selling stuff in the, there was uh, a lot of, in the stores and stuff. It was a lot of anime-centered stuff. You didn't see a whole lot of... Uh, but it was also, uh, like a, I want to say, like a little bit younger crowd. It was. Which I think it was really cool. It was cool. It was, it was a lot of... Prop, the demographic for this show, unintentionally, like the people who were actually there... It's probably a lot of 18 to 25. Oh, that's what you want. That's and what you that's, go for. That's, that's got to be the market. That's going to be growth. That's, that's got to be the market. Growth. But it was also just 
that's why I think it was so much anime is because I think that's what that group. That there was tons. We met tons. Like everybody was super friendly, super nice. We met um, Chuck Huber. Chuck, shout out to Chuck Huber, voice of Android Seventeen from Dragon Ball Z. From Dragon Ball Z, um, he we also talked some to other animes and to uh, Rob Guillory who uh, does Chew. Yes, he's an artist for Chew. Artist for Chew. Uh, we met. Uh, what was the two the the bards? Uh, the library bards. The library bards. It's a uh, nerdy musical group, and they do like uh, they they have their own show together, and then he also does a podcast, which is uh, super cool. Where they, uh, he sorts fictional characters into one of the Harry Potter wizardry schools. Yep, it's called the Sorting Hat Podcast or something of that something nature. Uh, Elle Graves, we ran into her. We got to say hi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Hayden Hazard, another uh, cosplay. Yeah, that was, was there. Really cool. It was really cool. Um, who She's else? very tall. She is yeah. super tall. I did not expect that. You weren't prepared. <laughs> I wasn't. Well, well it, it look, chicks look taller because they do the heels, and, and you know, it makes right, all right, the whole right. backside look better. But even on her little heels. banner, I guess you could tell yeah. them what you want on the banner, and it was like Hayden Hazard, uh, costume builder, cosplayer, tall human. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, it's pretty accurate there. Very tall. Pretty accurate. Uh, we got to meet Ernie Hudson. Yes, That's we did. True. Uh, Ernie Hudson from The Crow fame. Obviously. Fame of The Crow. Um, more than likely, actually, positively, Ghostbusters. Yeah. yeah. I heard he was in that. I'm not really sure. He was sure. in the <laughs> He was actually really good in that movie, Airheads. Uh, great movie. Fantastic uh, we actually movie. actually nailed down an uh, interview with him, so we're going to play that here on the show, here in a few. Uh, yeah, in the next here in a little bit, you're going to hear Ernie Hudson. Um, it was just, it was great, and the traffic flowed very well. Like It didn't seem like there was any problems with the show. No, uh, no I, didn't, I didn't notice panels any were, Panels were on time. Yes. They are finishing great. They are going one after another. Um, they didn't, they only had, they had one cancellation. Um, the guy from The Walking Dead was the, supposed the priest, to be there. The guy. And yeah. uh, he isn't there, so then they replaced him like right away. With Sean Flattery. Sean Flattery from um, Boondock Saints. The, the other Boondock Saint. The other Boondock Saint guy. <laughs> um, um, other than that, everything went smooth. The, the one thing, I think the only critique I would really have of this show. The Calabunga Factory was there? That's true. Uh, the only complaint I probably so would have of the show. So Ninja Turtles or people dressed up in costumes? <laughs> so are these the actual Ninja Turtles? What's a Ninja Turtle? <laughs> um... Not a lot of uh, shops. Not a lot of big shops. You know, like uh, Half Price Books comes and has a big presence yeah, yeah. at our stuff. Well, I mean, if you got to look at this way, though. People. Look at this way, though. We're used to Comic Palooza, which is huge, which is Houston, Texas, the largest comic convention in the entire state. Yeah, and uh, Houston is the biggest city in the entire state. So yeah, these well, local places. The I mean. There's all kinds of stuff at Comicpalooza. I mean, yeah, yeah, and it's only been getting. But for this place, man, it was fun. Like we were there for two full days. Yep. I yep. got to see everything and anything. We I definitely talked to everybody. We got wanted to, to talk to, to anybody and everybody that we wanted to. Some Zach did at least twenty eight laps. Of some of those that building. didn't want to talk to us. Even as a well. few people we didn't want to speak to. Yeah, That's and fair. even some people we tried to speak to that didn't want to speak to we. Still tried oh, to speak to oh, them. We tried. We're going to talk about that next segment. Uh, a, lot of, a lot of great artists too. Yeah, a lot, I know, lot I of good local artists. I love the art. Uh, I didn't Zach, buy as much this year, but there was a lot of Zach good. had a cannonball piece commissioned yes. for, his, for uh, his brother, and it looks sweet. Yeah, that, that uh, cannonball was pretty and we, and we were kidding around earlier, but I do want to say, Nerd Thug, shout out, big thank you to Hagen Broussard. Uh, giving us a place to stay, young young Hagen. Uh, he's got two acres out there, and it was just it's beautiful. It's gorgeous, and it was about 20 minutes from the con. The greatest kitchen I've ever seen in my life. It was perfect. It really was. It was a fun time. It yeah. was a good time. Much, much appreciated. If only we could have gotten that shotgun to work. And I know, right? <laughs> what was going on with that? Oh, and if you're in Lafayette for any reason and you want a hamburger, check out the Judas Inn. Oh, my oh goodness. My Best cheeseburger I've had ever. That's it's so good. I probably could have eaten a million of those. I know. You ate two. I know. At least you got cheese on yours. Right. Weirdo. Hey, I want to Let me to get a double cheeseburger cheese. and then a regular hamburger. Yeah. No cheese. What, is, what was the logic there? 
I wanted to see what it tasted like sans cheese. Sans cheese. Okay, well, how was it, Sandy Cheese? Uh, yeah. it, was, it was pretty good. Okay. Yeah. They're, they're even good without cheese. Doubt it. Oh, sans cheese. Sans. Sans, sans cheese. cheese. Doubt it. Sans is like a font, I think. Comic yeah. Sans. Yeah. Comic Sans. And yeah. that's what sans we're trying to do here. without. Okay. My apologies. You are sans couth. Or you could say you sin, because <laughs> that's couth. Hispanic for con sin, yeah? Without in Spanish. But it wouldn't mean the same thing. Would it not? No. No. Because sin means literally outside. Outside the box. Yeah. Well, let's step outside real quick. We're going to take no, a quick break. No, absolutely not. <laughs> when we come back, it's like, it's we got some more Louisiana Comic-Con I refuse. Don't talk. go to break. I refuse. We are Nerd Don't Thug go to Radio. Break. Don't go to break. Don't go to break. We're going to break. I don't want to go to break. I know you know this already, but most of the shows on Lone Star Community Radio are available in podcast format. If you want to keep up with the latest shows, just subscribe to our YouTube channel, Lone Star Community Radio, and our website at IRLoneStar.com. You can even follow us on SoundCloud and Twitter to see the latest posts from Lone Star Community Radio. Can't find a show? Then just search for it on IRLoneStar.com in the search bar to the top right of every page. Or just contact us on IRLoneStar.com slash contact us with your questions, demands, sponsorships, anything. Lone Star Community Radio is your Montgomery County Community Radio Station. Nerd Thug Radio! <laughs> a little late like that with the music intro. Only by a smidgen. Little, little oh, smidgen. We are amateur hour today. We are ridiculous. As you just Welcome heard. Welcome to the first episode of Nerd Thug Radio, guys. <laughs> we are Nerd Thug Radio. I'm the Captain Joey Savage. Uh, Corey DLG. Nico DLG. <laughs> and we're talking a little more Louisiana Comic Con. So we, we spent about 14 minutes talking about all the good. Yeah. Before all we get there, we before had. we get there. What do you want to do? We are on IRLoneStar.com. True. Soon to be Connors FM 104.5, 106.1. Sister station. Facebook.com backslash Nerd Thug Radio. You were ready for that, weren't you? Sad now. Ah, I can't wait till we go TV. People can oh, see this stuff. We're people will know what um, we do. Also, uh, nerdthugradio.com. Check all the archives. Go to the rant section. Yeah. You'll see the video of Zach becoming angry Zach once he drinks his gamma bomb and argues with Corey about time travel. You, you know what's probably nozzle? the best thing Pretty in the good. entire history of mankind? Go ahead. Is that Zach doesn't drink energy drinks. No. <laughs> imagine if he did. Yeah, like imagine him on a Red Bull. So, okay. We walked up to Elle Graves, and all Elle does is cosplay video games. Right. That's her thing, video games. She's not into comics, really cartoons even. Right. Yeah, there's not video a lot of... Video games. There's like... I think she said there were two or three that weren't. And, and Zach's like, I, I don't recognize any of this. <laughs> and he was like, well, not that you know they're not bad. I don't, I don't know what this is. Right. And she's like, they're all video games. And before Zach can answer, Corey just goes, he has ADHD. He literally cannot play video games. Yeah. <laughs> so... I want to get Zach energy drinks and video games there in Extra Life. No, because he wouldn't do it. He'll no, go ahead, hit us yeah. with Extra Life. November 5th, we're going to have our first charity event. Hopefully the first annual. First annual? Which we were told is nothing. Inaugural. Inaugural? Yeah. You know, that's a good word, but I want to go with first annual. Yeah, me too. I like first because annual. Because we run stuff. We, we run do. this town. So anyway, we're doing our first annual Extra Life yeah. uh, charity event. We're November in participation 5th. with Extra Life, November 5th. All proceeds go to uh, Children's Miracle Network. It's going to be 24 hours of gaming, and BMAC pointed out something today in the it's thread. It's a time change. Because of the time change, this will be 25 Five hours of gaming. A- it's like leap year, but in October. It's, it's actually just daylight savings. Okay. <laughs> okay. I don't okay. think you got to... But hit us up on the Facebook page. Some states don't believe in that. 
They don't have that written in law, so they don't change their times. Some states don't have to, I think. It's well, not it's not required. But yeah, like, it's not required. There are some states that literally ignore it, so you actually so, – yeah, they don't like, even let's, care. Let's say we hit Georgia, and, and all of a sudden they it's, just – It's the yeah, same time. Like, you go back changed. an hour magically. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, hit weird. us up on Facebook.com backslash Radio. Go ahead and uh, comment upon us. Comment upon us if you yeah. want to join upon yeah. us. Let us know. That we're gonna we're gonna set up here the next week or so on everything. We're gonna have it set so you can actually do donations towards us. Uh, it's towards like us a, that go towards um, Children's Miracle Network. Children's Miracle. It's kind Network. of like a walkathon, but for gaming. We're gonna game twenty five hours, and so however much you want to donate, you have to donate per five dollars per critical hit. Then we uh, then you know we'll sum it up. If we'll, you don't have Facebook, uh, email us nerdthugradio at gmail Right, and it's all going to the Children's Miracle Network, and it goes local. So yes. this one will be benefiting the Woodlands area. Correct. This is true. This is true. And even Woodlands children need miracles. They do. They it's do. True. So Louisiana Comic Con. Let's get back to it. So we did all the good things. We did one all of the things I was super excited about. You and I talked about this. Going you were to this ready. Con. You you actually reached out to his press. I did. Agent. I did. The Honky Tonk Man was there. Yeah. For he, those of you who don't know who the Honky Tonk Man is, he's a starring character in WWE 2016. He is. He is. <laughs> is he really? Yeah, yeah, I think he's in the game. He is That's uh, the longest reigning intercontinental champion. Is, is it in true? the WWE? In the WWE, and um, he actually is still because Dolph Ziggler just beat the Miz, so it's still the Honky Tonk Man. Hey, it's pretty good. Well, and one of the reasons that lasted as long as it did is, is he, he put on great matches. Put on great matches. He was an excellent wrestler, but also even bigger than that, he was such a great villain that everybody always wanted to see him lose. Yeah, everyone wanted to see him. He was like the most hated man in wrestling. Right. It's true. And so, um, yeah, so I wanted to talk to him because I, I wa- grew up watching him. Plus, he wrestled some of the greats. Shake the Snake, Ultimate Warrior, Hulk Hogan. Macho Man, Randy Savage. Step into a Slim Jim. One of my favorite 80s wrestlers. Yeah, Macho he was Man, awesome. Randy Savage. So we get there. Ooh, yeah. So that we get there. Terrible. So we'll do this real quick. We get there, yeah, and his panel's worst. going. We sit down, we talk. He's talking forever. We, he's we, in like a Cuban shirt with like two buttons, basketball <laughs> shorts, and Crocs. Yeah, he is not like even me. in, not, not even like in character. In he's in full chill out mode. So then we go to his table, and he's got a WCW Championship Wrestling belt with his name on it, which he was never champion there. It should have right. been an Intercontinental belt. That right. made me mad. And uh, then it's he just kind of he, he just kind of blew us off. He totally did. He and actually they tried he to play us for donuts and coffee too. Couple haters. Couple right. haters. So honestly, Honky Tonk Man, one struck. One you're strike. on the list. You're on. You're out. You're out, dude. You're D- on the list. Nerd Thug Radio. We're starting rivalries today. Today is Rivalry Day. Nerd Thug Radio. Number two. Rivalry. Number two. Deep Roy. Man, this guy. Deep uh, you Roy. Know what? I want to punt him like a football. <laughs> I can't stand this guy. Deep Roy was the Oompa Loompa in the new uh, Charlie and Chocolate Factory. He also played a Yoda. In right. The walking scenes. Yeah, I didn't see any of that on his uh, IDBM, though. Yeah, it, he or had pictures Wikipedia. of it. It was, oh. it was on his table. Yeah, uncredited. Was, yeah, like uncredited. And then he was in uh, Eastbound and Down with Danny McBride. Yeah. He's kind of been everywhere. Yeah. He's been he's, he's a gimmick guy. He's a tiny person, he's but he's not, not a midget. Nope, but he's, he's a tiny just person. a short person. But he uh, he fits into these costumes and into these things. And the new Star Trek, he's the little gray friend of Simon Pegg. So anyways, real quick, I'm going to fast forward. I'm gonna, yeah, tell the gotta, story. We got to jump story. out to this Ernie Hudson interview. Nico walks up, hands him the card. Hey, we're Nerd Thug Radio. The guy takes it, looks at him, and says, "Do you cosplay?" And he goes like, "No." He's like, "I don't want it," and just hands him the card back. Like right. I didn't even who ask him that? for like an interview. I didn't ask him for anything. It was literally just I handed him the card, told him who we were, who and then that? he gave it back. Strike one, Deep Roy. So Deep Roy, you're one struck. You're out. I can't like I can't even fathom the idea that you're gonna get. First of all, who's this guy to get a booth anywhere? First of all, I hope he paid for that booth. Secondly, should have got a half booth. Should have got a half booth because he's a half person, and he's not even a good half of a person. Because a good half of a person he, at least takes the some card. of that Danny McBride and Eastbound and Down really rubbed off on him. Yeah, just take the card at least. You know what? Like you don't even Humor you me. don't even like okay you don't you don't do cosplay. That's fine. Right. You're like hey, that's true. How many conventions have we gone to? 
I mean, as Nerf Radio 3? Yeah. And how many times have we been rejected at least handing the card? Never. Never. Even the Honky Tonk Man took our card. He did take the card. So, well, that will be passed. You got, you got something coming, buddy. You got With it. that, you got something coming. we're going to jump and show you guys, or let you guys listen to me and Corey DLG. Yeah, this is the exact opposite of Deep Roy. Enter Ernie Hudson. And as I famously said to Nico, hold my cookie. I'm going to talk to Ernie Hudson. So this is Corey DLG here with uh, Joey Savage, Yo. Nico DLG, hey. and a uh, special guest with us right now. We're at Louisiana Comic Con. We're here with Ernie Hudson. Hey, good to be here with you, Nerdfacts. Obviously, you recognize him as the cop from The Crow. Oh no, no, wait, no, 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 that's right, no, no, Ghostbusters. That's right, that's right, that's where we all know him from. So I do want to ask: Have you seen the new Ghostbusters? I know you saw the new Ghostbusters, but uh, I'm in the new Ghostbusters. Are you? See, we haven't got a chance to see it yet. We were excited when we saw the previews. We were all very excited for it. Yeah. yeah. How do you uh, How do you think Leslie Jones did? Because you guys kind of play the parallel role of like the outsider, oh, yeah. kind of coming in. Sure. Scientist. Yeah, non-scientist. She's wonderful in the movie. She does a great job, and she's funny. And um, and Leslie, it can be big sometimes, but. But she really uh, plays it very straight, and uh, and I think she's the best one in the movie, to be honest. She really? Is, she yeah. is hilarious. Yeah, I think she's she, I, I love her bits, like when she does them with the, like, the Game of Thrones. Have you seen the one where she, she watches the Game of Thrones with Jimmy Kimmel? I think oh. she's like slapping him, freaking out. It's oh, so really? great. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. No, no I haven't seen it. But, she uh, does some great stuff. But, but, um, but she's good in the movie, yeah. So I heard one of the interviews on uh, Satellite Radio, XM. And uh, the DJ on there, he was, he was kind of getting kind of vulgar and cursing a lot. But you kind of just stuck to who you were and you didn't, like, buy into it. So, like, my, my question is, like, to, to young actors or radio people, anybody, like, how hard is it or what advice would you give to them to just be true to yourself and not, like, give in to your surroundings? Yeah, no, it, well, it's always a temptation. I was doing a, I was working, I do a show called APB. We shoot it in Chicago. Uh, it's a new series for Fox. It'll start airing uh, February 5th, I think it is. But um, I had a scene where I had no lines, but we're watching all these things, events happen. And uh, and I was trying to be present, and I was trying to react to all this stuff. And the director came up to me and said, uh, Ernie, I appreciate you giving so much um, to, to make this work. And I thought that was a compliment. And then he said, but... Um, uh, why don't you try internalizing? <laughs> and uh, and I'm like, oh my god! I mean, have I been over? Because sometimes you want to, you know, to make whatever you're doing work. But I think you really got to be honest and true to what's what's real and keep it real. And what's real is what's real to you and what's true to you. And if it doesn't fit you, don't do it. Don't go there. There's certain things I don't do in life because I just don't do it. Somebody else might do it, and it's all good, but it's not me. That's the nerd uh, lifestyle right you know, there. Yeah, That's why we, we, don't, we don't talk politics or aeronautics. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, keep it real. Know what's... Um, and then, you know what? The things I don't worry about because it's just not a part of my world. And I know they exist in somebody's world, but... Um, you know, my, my grandmother was a very uh, spiritual person, and she was very, had a lot of, she was uh, you know, very important to the community. She was very involved and very, well, when people came to our house, nobody came, nobody cursed, everybody was respectful, it was because you just didn't do that around her. Yeah. And people understood that. No, yeah, I mean, my you know, grandma's the same way. Like, yeah. Like, I don't curse in front of her, I don't even drink in front of her, yeah. even if we're at a restaurant. Yeah, you know, but, it's out of respect. Now, if she did it, I'm sure it would be okay, but, yeah, but my grandma, <laughs> you, know, you know, you leave that stuff outside. That's right. And, um, and so that's kind of how I see life. Now, obviously, Ghostbusters has kind of had a major impact on your career. It's kind of something you're tied to forever, and it's a big deal. Making the movie, did you guys know at the time, you know, we're doing something 
I mean, it's what, 30 years later and here we are? Well, you always want to do your best work, but, you know, you can never know that. I mean, I've done a lot of movies and they all predict they're going to be whatever, but when it happens, something like this, you can't predict. I knew it would be successful. I, I thought people would like it. I thought we were working on something that was going to be funny and I thought the people I was working with were really talented, but I felt that same way, you know, about airheads, you know. <laughs> I mean, you don't know. And um, to be fair, I do love airheads. Yeah, I'll so, yeah, uh, cop to it. I'll so say it. I do too. But uh, apparently, not many other people did. You know, or Leviathan or whatever. You do the best, and hopefully, somebody like it. And sometimes, uh, something like the Ghostbusters just gets a connection that uh, goes beyond just typical movies. You know, uh, and that's special. So I've got an unhealthy Bill Murray obsession. Do you have any fun Bill Murray stories? Well, uh, Bill Murray just period is fun. I mean, whatever he does, he does it in his own unique way. And, you know, uh, you just got to love him or hate him. I'm sure that people <laughs> hate him. But, uh, but I, I just love and appreciate him. He has the most integrity of anybody I know. When I say integrity, I mean he's true to himself. That's like awesome. it, don't like it. I mean, I'll, I'll kind of bend a little bit to be nice. Right. You know, even sometimes when I don't feel like it, I'll still, <laughs> I'll still make the effort. I think that's the same. You know, I think, you know, and I, think uh, <laughs> yeah. I think sometimes I feel like whatever my issues are, I shouldn't lay it on somebody else. Right, so right. I'll just kind of put my thing on hold. Bill Murray doesn't put his stuff on hold. Okay. <laughs> what he's feeling is what he's feeling. And if you just happen to be in the way of it, you're in the way of it. But, uh, but I, I appreciate it. And if he doesn't want to do something, he just doesn't do it. Yeah. And, someone, and I can be talked into stupid stuff. <laughs> You know what I mean? I'm like, that's stupid. I don't want to do it. They'll kind of go, but Ernie, you know, we need it. We Come got on, buddy. So I hope you guys uh, enjoyed that interview as much as we did. Yeah, that was a really great interview. It really was. Even after you almost botched it in the very beginning. I didn't almost botch it. Yeah, I mean, come on. You said, <laughs> have you seen Ghostbusters? Not only was I seeing Ghostbusters, but I was in Ghostbusters. Are you doing Sean Connery right now? <laughs> yeah. And that then, was terrible. Yeah, yeah I'm doing it. your stick people in my in my head thing right now. <laughs> I didn't know that he was in it. Because you haven't seen it. I haven't have seen I. it, yeah. You know, it just came out on DVD, so I'm going to probably pick it up and watch it over the weekend. I wanted to see it when it came out in theaters. One thing led to another. We just didn't make it. Yeah, we really didn't. So um hope you enjoyed that one. But that was a, it was a really great interview. Really such nice a genuine guy. person. Yes, he's so great. I think we asked some great questions too. I think we nailed this. Interview. We nailed it. We well, nailed I, it. Yeah, I'm confident. We're getting better in our game. A plus plus. A plus plus. But also, good job, Ernie. I give you a B. Oh wow! <laughs> <laughs> so we did a really great job. He did a pretty good job. So let's jump out to a break here, real quick. Right, right. When we come back, me and Corey DLG will talk about what we should think should be future Marvel cartoons or DC. Nerd Thug Radio. Want to check out what it's like to be on the radio? Need credit for school? For an internship? Then contact Dick online at dick.irlonestar.com. Lone Star Community Radio is Montgomery County's community radio station, and we are here to be part of the community. Get jiggy with it. Na 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 na. Oh, it's Nerd Thug Radio. Oh. Nerd Thug Radio. Getting jiggy with it. Mm. I'm the Captain Joey Savage. What? What, what? Corey DLG. He's I'm too not, busy yeah. turntabling. Ones and twos. Nico ones and twos. DL Jizzle. All day, every your boy. day. day. So, Will Smith, according to Corey DLG, is greatest the rapper alive. greatest rapper alive. That's, yeah. That's, that's an undisputed fact. Listen. Uh, he made this statement while having a few brewskis uh, at the live art show, and I made a mental uh, note, a real note in my phone. <laughs> yeah, you actually wrote in your note <laughs> section notes. of your iPhone. I did. <laughs> uh, I wrote a lot no, of listen, stuff. Listen, I've contended for many, many a year that Will Smith is the best rapper alive. The even the only reason there's even a hip hop rap Grammy is because of Fresh Prince and DJ Jazzy Jeff. 
I like also DJ they played uh, the Fresh Prince intro like three times oh my, while we were no, there. No, it was like twelve. <laughs> yeah, but they actually, if you noticed, they, they were played all the from real the... version, not the TV show intro, right? Yeah, because it had the middle verse. Yep. Yes. Oh, definitely the real live version. Mm. But, so, but still, mm. they played it three times. That's Best way too many. Alive. So me and the DL Jizzle were talking. Yeah. Uh, as we do all as the time. That normal occurrence. And right. so, you know, one of the things, even though we're grown men. I can we, neither confirm nor deny that. We like to watch cartoons still. I confirm that. Um, I feel a little more comfortable about it because I have kids. I deny that. And DLG <laughs> doesn't. I confirm that. But uh, I told him, hey, you know what? Let's let's do a segment where we throw our ideas out there because people like to steal our ideas. They do love to steal our ideas. But what? I don't mind them stealing the our ideas because they're good. Right. I just want to get paid for it. I want my royalties. Yeah, that's right. Royalty. But uh, what would be a really good new cartoon? Atomic Robo. Stop talking. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> what would be a good cartoon for Marvel or DC or anybody? Like, what would be a good Hellboy. next cartoon? Actually, I do think Atomic Robo wouldn't be terrible. I, I love the art style for Atomic Robo. It, it's uh, that's an actually that's a real that's a real obscure one because you're going red. Is that is an it anime? Red, it's Red Five. It's a comic book company. Okay. Uh, red Five. Actually, I talked to them for a little bit about maybe publishing something of mine, but they. Weren't they kind of already have their interested. line of like creator owned. You know that was the first comic stuff. book I ever read. Atomic Robo. Yeah, Hell the guy me? gave me like ten free copies of it, so you better have. <laughs> yeah. When I talked to him at the con, he was like, "Really?" And I was like, "Yeah, I already do some stuff." And I was like, and I had something pre-made already, and I handed it to him. And like, this is really well done. He's like, "Take all this stuff." And he handed me like twenty things, and so I think what made it back was like five issues of Atomic Robo. And I took all of them, and they're great. <laughs> he's like a science superhero. Science yeah. superhero. It's pretty great. Yeah, so he's, he's like. He's um, Tony Stark or No, no, he's a Hank robot Pym. that has artificial intelligence. Okay. Uh, Nikola like Tesla invented him, right? No, it's and it's sort of like a mystery it. is like so to like how vision. He, uh, <laughs> sort of, except he's not he's not a synthesoid. He doesn't try he's just to be a human. Robot. He's the atomic robot. He's an actual he's a live robot. robot. He's a real man. He's a real live robot. robot. He's a real live robot. So DLG, you want to go first? You uh, have like three ideas you said? I yeah, just had one. I have a few because I I think there's some I think there's some the room for things that they could do. Go ahead. What you got? Okay. What, so, you, you go one, then I'll go one. So my Hellboy. first, my first cartoon. There's a Hellboy idea, cartoon. I know. It's not, it's not a Hellboy cartoon at all. I don't think Hellboy. I've seen their animated movies, and they're not bad. But I don't know. Like I think they work best as movies because Mike Mignola tells these kind of long, slow stories. Yeah. So I don't know that you could. You'd have to do like four episode arcs. And all right, Bebop. What you got? Cartoons are kind of broken. They don't do that. Um. So my very first one would be a new. X Men cartoon, definitely. I knew you'd go this way. But I want, I want the new guys in. I want Quentin Quire. I want Armor. I want uh, Wait, uh, Gold Balls. I want Elixir. I want Gold Balls. Gold I want the guy balls. who stops time. That's guy's cool. Uh, yeah, the new guy that clip like, that audio there. I want Gold Balls. <laughs> I want Gold Balls. Or the guy. I don't know what what his name is. Hijack. Yeah, Hijack. I like it. He can control uh, machines like uh, vehicles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, there's all these cool powers. There's all these fun new characters that they've made over the past ten years. That have no animated presence. Nothing. They don't even have. Let me get that a kid Clicks present. They could have. They could have blink. Uh, blink back. You know. They could. They could. Your favorite character ever. Yeah. Why not? No, Why it's not his favorite character ever because she wasn't. It's in my the top favorite X Man, but it's not my favorite character because it never really developed her in continuity. They right. always develop her in these other like exiles. She's got this beautiful arc where she's a leader and makes all these sacrifices. Speaking of exiles, I'm gonna digress here real quick. Yeah, what do you got? I was uh, looking at HeroClix stuff today. Yeah. And I wanted to make an exiles team okay, in honor of probably... the Corey DLG. Probably three? Yes. <laughs> Proteus. Okay. Blink are like the only modern ones. Right. Uh, swipe left him out. And then Morph, I think, showed up at one point. But he wasn't. He's in a click in modern age. No, he's not modern age. Nope. Uh, 
so anyway, so I got this idea. Yeah. I just finished the first arc of the New Avengers. Okay. All right. Um, the one where Sunspot buys Sunspot, AIM. Sunspot. He doesn't really. Yeah, he buys AIM. He kind of takes it over. Okay. And fires all the. Well, yeah, because he the, owns it. Yeah, he yeah. fires all like the, the uh, management and stuff. Right. And they all go work for the maker and this new. Evil organization called Whisper. Evil. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's a cool name. But I mean, I read the arc and it was really good. Like it was really good, and it was it's younger Avengers. Who don't have a lot of limelight. Right. They and a lot so of money, though. it started getting me thinking, like, this would be a good idea to have a cartoon. I would say gear it towards... Teenagers. Y- yeah. Teenage kids. Maybe even middle age. Okay. Uh, because, and I don't know if I'd call it New Avengers. I'd probably just call it Young Avengers. Okay. Just so the kids could relate. But it's got great stuff. You've, you've but got isn't s- the Young Avengers a different thing entirely? Yeah, but that's what, co- that's what cartoons do. That's true. true. They that's just they pick They're a brand. Yeah, you can rebrand. You don't want to call them the New Avengers. You want to still call them the Young Avengers. Now, some of these guys, well, actually, probably half of them were in the, the Young Avengers. So, but it's, uh, it's accurate to an extent. Yeah, no, definitely. So, I mean, you have Songbird, who's a female, lead, okay. leading the squad, obviously. She's pretty cool. Which is kind of cool, because you don't really see that much and in she's cartoons. had a really great progression just over the years. She's, right. She's turned into a really great character. And you, you can add in Hulkling and Wiccan, um, who are a gay couple. Right, so right. So, you got that coming across to, to teenagers that might help out. Hulkling, um, not related to the actual Hulk. He's just a shapeshifter. Yeah, right. Yeah, he's half uh, Kree, half scroll. Pretty pretty deadly combo there. Yep, yep. Is he both? I thought he was just one. No, he's half. So he's, he's both. You learn about it in New Avengers. So his parents were bred to like be the ultimate warriors. One was a Kree, <laughs> ultimate warrior like that. Uh, Kree and Hulk and a uh, scroll. Their main objective was to train enough to kill the other. Oh, wow. And when they met on the battlefield, love was born. And so they like ran off, and then they. Do you know? Do you know why that happened? Why? Because love is a battlefield. Love is a battlefield. So anyway, uh, Hulkling is like was their 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 kid, whatever. Okay, all so right. So you, you learn that in the new Avenger arc. That's pretty cool. And so he, anyways, so you have that you have that going for it. Uh, squirrel Girl, for some reason, has just become this huge People pop. Love People love her with a little she, squirrel she beat, running she around. Beat Galactus, uh, once or was it Thanos? One of the two. I don't even want to comment on that. You can go with a uh, Power Man and White Tiger. Right, right. Uh, they're a broken up couple. Okay. So you got that aspect little going tension. along with it. Little tension going on there. And then I just kind of threw in the character Speed because him and Wiccan are, are, are twins. Okay. Speed. And so you've kind of got that. So you've got a lot of different stories you can go with. Um, you can it's, use it's, them with Shield. It almost really be good like because they can bounce off of each other very easily. Right. Right. And it's it'll almost be like what they did with Spider Man. Um, the new Spider-Man series, the Ultimate Spider-Man, Ultimate Spider-Man which I really that's, love. That's a good series. And they've got a, a little where he's got his little crew. They all like work for Shield somewhat. Right, right. But this is you know a bigger, broader aspect of that. Um, one thing I do I, I think would be cool. Another one I came up with is uh, the New Warriors. But I want to okay. do the classic '90s version. Okay, that'd be a good one. The first one that came around when it was Night Thrasher with Justice and Fireball. And uh, Nova, like the original Nova. The original Nova. Richie Ryder. Here we go. Um, I mean, that was a fun team. It was a fun group. Namorita and Speedball wound up rounding out the ranks. Yep. Um, you do love you some Speedball. Speedball was like, I you have no idea how much I related to Speedball as a kid because he had the kind of the, the latchkey parental situation, which was very much mine growing up. And he was up. very fast and bounced off stuff. And he just, he, he always was evolving and just moving and just into and then, stuff. And then he had his was, edgy phase. He, he was edgy. And then, then they gave him a trench coat to kind of make fun of Marvel. Like, they used him <laughs> to kind of make fun of things in the comic book world that were kind of silly. And there was a period in Marvel where every tough guy, BA guy, got a trench coat. So Gambit, someone made Bishop. the joke. Some, well, someone made the joke that, like, oh, it'll be cool until Speedball gets one. So then the New Warriors were like, Speedball, 
Here's, Here's your trench, trench coat. coat. Here's your trench coat. And so it was just it was really funny in that regard. I enjoyed it a lot. Um, but it would be a fun cartoon to do because they they fought like they really struggled to find a place because back then there were the Avengers, there were the X Men, Fantastic Four. Everything kind of had its own little little ball field, right? Right. And the Venn diagrams didn't really Blank. intersect, so it was really hard for the creative team of the New Warriors to find where stuff they fit. for them to do. So they would fight like Terax, and then they would uh, <laughs> right. So like. One time, Terex gets defeated by the Fantastic Four, and they just leave him dead in the dirt. <laughs> they just left him. They left yeah. the, like the dirt guy. And it turns out, hanging out in the dirt, that irradiated dirt was then accidentally used in a landfill in New York, and Terex reformed and was terrorizing the city. And only the New Warriors could stop him. Only the New Warriors. So then they only. cross over like with Namor and like others. They have like because Justice hey, Firestar, Namor, right. uh, Night Thrashers, corporate. So they cross over with some corporate people. Uh, Namorita's Atlantean. Speedball's cosmic, Nova's cosmic. Like, right, there's all right. kinds of, like, they would just kind of go on different adventures, and they didn't try and fit in. It was a really cool run initially, and then over time it kind now of they, got, Now there's a, there, and then there was, like, three million new warriors. Yeah, by the end they had, like, 40 members, warriors but they started with six. come out to play. So, you got guys like Slapstick and... Slapstick's yeah, in his own solo book now? I think it's kind of neat how things cycle. Right, right. <laughs> but I remember when Slapstick came out and people at the time were actively like, this is a terrible. This is the wor- worst guy He got four issues and then didn't appear for like a million years. So my honorable mention. I got an honorable mention too. Okay, so this isn't anything, this isn't animated at all, but it's in honor of CW constantly coming up with stuff. Oh, they do. I want to see CW do a Starman TV show. My Starman though. The one from the Starman omnibuses. With the shade in Opal City. Is he jumping in the... Um into uh, Legends of Tomorrow? Stargirl is. Stargirl is. So Stargirl is actually using My Star Man staff. Okay. And the reason why is it's a gift. When My Star Man retires, he has a, he, by the end of his run, it's seven hardcover omnibuses. It's hundred some odd issues. He's gone in a massive space epic. He saved Opal City numerous times. His father just passed away. He has a son with a supervillain. He's now ready to retire. Like Stuff is just kind of, he's, he's come back home and he's ready to just kind of calm down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he, uh, him and his baby, they go on a road trip, and they send, they mail the staff to Stargirl, who has just started out, uh, with her stepdad, who's in like a star-spangled armor, um, and the two of them wind up joining the JSA. So she has the staff and the other Starman's cosmic belt. Okay. So she actually has two Starman legacy pieces. Okay. Very nice. Uh, but he had a really great run. He was a young man who kind of grew into a hero, grew into his own person. And that would be a cool... You could do that show. Oh, yeah. So my honorable mention, because I really just like the Green Arrow character. Yeah, you do. And so for a cartoon, I'd, I'd want to see a spinoff of Young Justice. Okay. Which is like Green Arrow with Speedy and the Red Arrow, and maybe even like Kid Flash. See where they pick up all the stuff? See where they pick up the pieces. Man, because that story ended in a right. really kind of unique spot. It was it was clearly set up for season three. Oh, definitely. It definitely yeah. was. What happened, guys? I thought it was supposed to come back. Uh, that's what we thought. But I know, man. Sometimes that's the way the cookie crumbles. I'll, I'll send another email. Send another one. I'll send another email. They didn't, they didn't get the first one. No, they, must no, not they didn't get the first one. So let's jump out to another break here real quick. Right, right. Let's crumble out to a break. <laughs> <laughs> when we come back, we're going to go weekly top three. Shout out to Mondo, my new favorite character. When we have a special <laughs> guest joining us for the weekly top three. Nerd oh, Radio. Oh, yeah. Hashtag talking nerdy to you. Hey, you listening to the podcast? What do you think so far? We really like doing it. Hit us up on Facebook.com backslash Nerd Thug Radio with your thoughts. Uh, keep in mind, we're live every Monday from 1 to 3. Check us out on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. We're everywhere.
Nerd Thug Radio. Welcome back to Nerd Thug Radio. I'm the Captain Joey Savage. Corey DLG. Nico DLG. So this this segment, yeah, this segment, weekly top three. We're about to get into it, but before the DLG of the Corey fame does his little jingle, the weekly top three this week. So we've gotten really, really comically nerdy over the last couple weeks. This is true. Is this specifically why you chose this? I think so. Yeah. Okay. This is why. This is how my the the mice in my head turn. So I decided let's go something a little fresher, a little not so nerdy. So our weekly top three this week are our favorite movies that are non-nerd inspired. So no comics, no supernatural stuff, no sci-fi movies. Okay. For so this reason, I, I am stepping out because so when I spit it, out of the 12 movies I've seen in my entire life, all of them have to do with that. <laughs> I want to I want to contest that. I bet he's seen more than 12 movies. I, I don't. <laughs> let's see. Have you seen – which Marvel movies have you not seen? I haven't seen Captain America 2 and – I think that's it. So he's seen more than 12. When you add the killing joke and Batman vs. Superman in there, he's seen more than 12. I haven't 12. seen Batman vs. Superman. Uh, that's another no, he's probably see. seen more movies, but they've, they're probably, like, he's probably seen 40 movies, and they're probably all in no, the okay. category. That, I, that I agree You've with. ruled out. Yeah. So Nico DLG, Nico, Nico, Nico DLG. Nico, five cents worth? Yeah. Um, Bilbo Bayo. <laughs> it's hard to say. <laughs> Bilbo Bayo? Bilbo um, Bayo. Has here. bowed out. So See we have guys. special <laughs> guest in studio with us. Mrs. Allie Savage. Yeah. Hi, guys. Hey. She is going to uh, fill his role and spit her three favorite non-nerdy inspired movies. Non-nerdy, girly. Hey, you're a girl, so thank yeah. God they're girly. There you go. So, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, it's the Weekly Top 3. Take a ride with me, everybody. Get ready for the weekly top three. We're going to talk dirty and have some fun, and then we're going to do it all over again. I can't. I was just bebop and rock steady. Boom. Boom. So anyway, it's the weekly top three. Weekly top three. So a typical, <laughs> typical nerd thug fashion. Excellent. We let the worst person go first. <laughs> Allie Savage, you're number three. Number three. Okay. So I started thinking, and... That's scary. Yeah. I know. <laughs> <laughs> and all my theme... I mean, all my movies have a common denominator. There's holes in theme. this one? It's not, because y'all would have called that one. So yeah, I, I went a different Curve route. Curveball. Went a different route. So okay. what's number In three? a different mood. Um, so what Shia LaBeouf movie is this? Yeah. I did not pick him. Okay, oh. so... because Number three, Catch and Release. Jennifer oh. Garner. Kevin Smith. Kevin Smith. That's a good movie. Timothy Oliphant. Um, and... Juliette Lewis, weirdest cast. Of but it's a people. great movie. Have you never it's seen it? Such no. a good movie. So Jennifer Gardner is the is getting married. Yeah. And he dies on his bachelor party. On his bachelor party, skiing and he dies. And he dies oh, on his bachelor party. Okay. I mean, yeah. I don't want to get married to Jennifer Gardner so either. So his funeral is actually going on on the day they're supposed to get married. Right. And it's like this. Who come, that? come to find, like Kevin Smith is is a friend uh-huh. of the his, guy. Yeah. Is a friend of one of his like best friends. And so is Timothy Oliphant. Oliphant. Yeah. And Jennifer Garner and Timothy Oliphant end up falling for each other, right? Yeah, but that's not the basis of the movie. The basis of the movie is once the the fiance dies, she finds out this whole other. Like he life had a that kid with lit. Juliette Lewis, yeah, and she comes into the picture. Whoa. It's a, it's actually a so pretty good movie. It's I'm not kind lie. of like a coming finding yourself for. Sniff for that out. <laughs> coming of, I was going to say coming of age, but she's already of age. It's like a. a you know, a finding yourself movie for Jennifer Garner. Self, you know, she thought that she yeah, self discovery. Yeah, there she had go. this life, and then it's you know it was all upturned, and 
you know, she, she decides that that's not really what she wanted anyway, and, and that's not really who she was. And so it's just a really... Kevin Smith rocks a nice little mullet in um, it. Kevin Smith's amazing in that movie. Yeah, Kevin. It's, it's a really what good movie. What is Kevin Smith in that's not good? That he's he, he's but, always a good job. But... But it's not a funny movie. It's not a funny well, movie, no. and he does well, a really uh, yeah, good job. Yeah, no, I'm going to say I'm going to go on a limb here and say someone like Jim Carrey, who I don't find very funny at all. Oh, yeah, my favorite Jim wait Carrey minute, movies. No, I don't. I never thought he was funny growing up. I never did. That's absurd. I just, you, put, you put Jennifer Garner, Kevin Smith, but, and Juliette Lewis in a movie, and you don't think that's going to work because they're completely but, different. But uh, Jim Carrey, my favorite, one of my favorite Jim Carrey movies is The Truman Show. It's more of a drama. Okay. And Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Weird movie. Great movie as well. Also, that's what the disease is named after him now. It's called the Truman... The Truman Syndrome or whatever. Right, well, and, it, yeah, and yeah. It, it's a newly developed one, too. Yeah. Right. It's but Kevin Smith and Jennifer Garner have worked on a few things together. What? Uh, Electra? I think she, like, he helped out a little bit with that movie. No. She was in Daredevil. He helped out a little bit yeah. with that movie. No, because those movies were terrible. Yeah, but no, they had worked together. Kevin Not that they had worked great together. Kevin Smith wasn't, <laughs> he had nothing to do with those. I think he did a little bit with Daredevil. No. No. We're going to check the facts. They based, they based the movie allegedly on the arc he wrote. Okay. For Marvel Knights. Well, that's what it is. But they changed so much of it that it... And then ruined it. Yeah. That it actually didn't exist. Right. No, because his main villain in his arc was Mysterio. And it was great. And Mysterio was dying of cancer. Did I did what? I say this on the show last week, Nico? Or was it just me and you talking when I said... Or no, we were just talking where Kevin Smith said he's watched Batman vs. Superman 18 yeah. times. He's going to yeah. watch it till he loves it. No, he's 25. 25. And his wife was like, you've watched this movie 25 times. You know what happens. <laughs> and he's like, I'm, I'm going to watch, watch it till I love, love it. it. <laughs> Man, I don't even know if that's possible. <laughs> All right, Ooh. Corey, you're number okay. three. My number three. I'm going full on Zach here because you gave me. You gave uh, me two, not Star Trek. No, 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 no. no but he's going to have like 25. You gave the me too broad giant. of a. You gave, you no, me, I didn't. I I narrowed it down. You have three. Three. Don't. Honorable mention three. and then get into your number three. So, so here's four. what it is. It's it's a whole group of movies because of one thing. Okay, go ahead. All right, every Nicolas Cage movie ever. It's every Tom Cruise movie ever. Oh, oh my god! Days no. of Thunder, Top Gun, you Mission Impossibles, Mission all Mission, of them. Mission Impossible fifteen is yeah. Jack Reacher, all of them. Oh no! And included Oblivion. in that is Talladega Nights, which is clearly a Days of Thunder spoof. Uh, but all of those movies, Tom Cruise makes these great movies, and typically he avoids he does it. this sci-fi risky business. Uh, risky business. I mean, some of those are sci-fi, so those don't count. He you typically failed. avoids those. He typically does he? Yeah. Jack Reacher. What about Oblivion? Jack Reacher. Oblivion. Jack Reacher's not sci-fi. What is sci-fi about Jack Reacher? It just is. No. It's Oblivion. Not. Oblivion was Mission Impossible one, two, and three. Not sci-fi at all. It's sci-fi to me. What do you? What do you? It's a spy movie. Same thing. <laughs> those are not the same thing. At <laughs> Nico, all. same thing. No, no, no. Actually, not I, even close. I hate you. Pick up for your brother, why don't you? He did. Uh, War of the Worlds and Edge of Tomorrow Boom. are two sci-fi ones. There. And but Oblivion. But he doesn't typically make those movies. And Oblivion. Uh, yeah. Those those are the ones that three. are Okay, three out of... He makes he makes a movie every year, and he makes... He's made like <laughs> he's, 50 movies. Wait, he's, he's Scientologist, for wait, Christ's sake. Wait, right. he's still making movies? Yeah. yeah. See, uh, I, Jack Reacher 2 is I coming out. I lost him after, what? like... Mission Impossible 2, it was awful. After that, I, I couldn't watch it. Mission really Impossible crazy 2 wasn't great. It was awful. I, I thought it was because of the director. Victoria, Lee, Victoria always uh, he, Victoria he, says he's got crazy eyes. She doesn't trust Tom Cruise. Okay, as yeah. as weird as he is. Those movies are he so makes good, good movies. Last Samurai. Vanilla Sky. No. Vanilla Sky. Man, Last Samurai. Vanilla Sky, though, is sci-fi. So, uh, uh, so four out of the 50 Last movies. Samurai is a history movie. I like Last Samurai. Last Samurai, though, let me show you how he lived. So your number three is Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise. <laughs> okay. My number three okay. is okay. Tom Cruise. Plot right. twist. It was M. Night Shyamalan <laughs> the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> You're not playing fair. My number three is a little bitty known movie. Probably, probably the only person in here is probably Allie who's seen it. Guardians of the Galaxy. No kidding. That's sci-fi. I, that's not my, that's <laughs> the, the joke. The only movies he knows. What's that Jesus movie? 
No, no, that's a good one. <laughs> that's a good one. Uh, the movie Spun. Oh man, such it's a, a movie. Uh, it's a drug movie. Billy Corgan. Uh, Billy Corrigan wrote d- the music. He does for the music. He's he does the music for Smashing it. Pumpkins. Okay. Billy Corgan. No, I know. <laughs> it's a uh, J. So Thank you got you okay. Here, here's a list of the people in it. You've got Jason Schwartzman, the main okay. character. Brittany Murphy. Oh, she's oh, I did see this. Mickey Rourke. This is a long time ago. John Leguizamo. They're at, like a Patrick rave Fugit. all night. No, they're not at a rave all night. And uh, no, no, the no. Arquette guy that just died. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. The no, so pro- basically, uh, Jason Schwartzman is a meth addict, and the movie just kind of saturates around like two or three days of him. And uh, at one point, he picks up a stripper, and they go back to their uh, his apartment, and then he leaves, and he's high, and he forgets about it. Like, he doesn't want to let her go, so he, <laughs> she's, no, tied, she's, like, she's, like she's tied, tied to, to the bed. bed. Yeah. So he duct tapes her eyes in her mouth and leaves her there, <laughs> and then uh, <laughs> he gives Mickey Rourke's girlfriend a um, a ride to get free free meth. Okay. And then Mickey Rourke, or Brittany Murphy is Brit- Mickey Rourke's girlfriend, and she leaves and goes back to Vegas, and then John Leguizamo is the drug dealer, and he gets... He gets uh, he gets busted, and uh, Mickey Rourke is the uh, which he's the meth. He has the meth lab. Oh, okay. So his meth lab gets raided. So then Jason Schwartzman like takes him to get new stuff to like, start it up. At the very end of the movie, he's trying to start a meth lab, and he blows himself up. Mickey Rourke. And it's just Jason Schwartzman by himself. When I lived in Colorado, there was an apartment building down the street <laughs> that had a meth lab blow up. It's wow. just the music. The music is great. Yeah, the music's really. And good. it's just a trippy movie. On the street Henry grew up on, uh, while we were all in high school. There was a meth lab fire. <laughs> well, that that hotel right there on uh, yeah. what, Spring Cypress. Yeah, and, that was a meth lab fire. Like four or five times. Yeah. <laughs> it's just one of these iconic movies that it, it was uh, it's certain. It's so weird. It's a certain time of my bad. life that I'll never forget. Yeah. And this movie, I, I literally watched it every day for like <laughs> a year and a half straight. Uh, okay. So that sounds right. like me and the right, So uh, we, got, we got a couple minutes left. Alley number two. All right. Um. I'm sure no one's heard of this movie before. Uh, amazing, amazing movie. Everybody go watch it. Life is a House. Uh, Life is a House. With Anakin Skywalker. As a House. Hayden Christensen, Kevin Klein, um, Jenna Malone. Oh, really good, good movie. So, it so break it down out, the real premises real okay, quick. Okay, fast. Uh, Kevin Klein is living in this house on a cliff. It's a really junky house, but he lives in this really nice neighborhood. They've all built up around him or whatever. Um, goes into work one day, collapses, finds out he has cancer. So oh. he starts reconnecting with like his son in his life who's rebelling and going through, again, it's coming of age movie, like rebelling. That's what her whole life is about. Uh, it is. Um, her whole in life, his life is thunder. And, uh, you Set know, he's point. diagnosed, so he only has so many months to live. Decides that he's going to tear down this crappy house on this, and he does it with his son. His son's kind of rebelling the whole time. Okay, and, um, so they, they build a house. together. They build a house together, and at the end of the movie, he dies. Um, he dies, but Ooh, come to it. find out that he got in a wreck and and paralyzed somebody, so he's never really forgiven himself. Anyway, at the end of the movie, they give the house to this girl that he oh wow paralyzed, and it's, it's like just a, drunk a driving really incident, really good Powerful. yeah drunk Powerful driving stuff. movie. Really, really good movie. Life is a house. Everybody goes Corey, see it. Corey, you're number two? Uh, my number two is The Wrestler. That's a good one, too. Oh, Mickey Rourke. I love that movie. It's a really good movie. First yeah, Mickey time I saw it. kind of showing up in the background here a little bit. First yeah. time yeah. I saw it was Rourke. in a Top three uh, Ricky Moore. <laughs> yeah, we it was a bootleg like the first movie. time I saw a movie. It's uh, so good, though. It's so good. It really is. Uh, the director's a really interesting guy. When he makes a movie, he spends about four or five years making a movie. There was so a couple of... So he did The Wrestler. Uh, he, did one with the, he did one that was a boxing movie. Doesn't it kind of make you feel like that's kind of like his real life, though? Like Mickey, Mickey, Rourke. Mickey Rourke, no, Mickey Rourke. Kind oh. of like some of those parts are probably maybe his so. A little bit. He was definitely bit. switched the first. <laughs> because for a little while there, yeah. he was, a, he was he down on his luck boxer, boxer slash actor. Who right. you know who had to have all this. There's a lot of uh, there's a lot of stuff in there too. 
Yeah. So let's we'll just keep talking about wrestler. We'll come back from the break, and I'll get by number two. Oh uh, yeah, but so the wrestler to me, uh, the director's really interesting. He spends a lot of time developing his movies. Black Swan. It actually took him about oh, four yeah. years that's to with, make Black um, Swan. What's her name? Right. That's with uh, Natalie Portman oh, and Mila Kunis. That's can, so good. But you can tell that he put. Right. Thought, all the effort. Effort. There's a lot of uh, uh, wrestlers that cameo, like yes. indie wrestlers that cameo in that. Yeah, and, and the wrestler, to me, the most interesting thing about it is you watch it and you realize how many of our, our icons growing up, heroes, people Same we, thing. are there, are, are, are there. going through that. And that live the Ram. It, <laughs> it just it really was kind of interesting. It's a powerful movie. It really it is because really he really tries. Is, yeah. You see him try a few times to kind of reclaim his life yeah. and to get back in control of things. You never can do it. But you can't do it. There's only one thing you can be Your in vices will get a hold of you yeah. and hold yeah. on tight. That's right. Let's jump out to a break real quick. Real quick. Real quick. Real quick. Real quick. When we come back, we'll wrap up the weekly top three. Nerd Thug Radio. Joey Savage here. Thanks for checking out our archives for Nerd Thug Radio. Don't forget, we are live on Lone Star Community Radio every Monday from 1 to 3 p.m. If you have any questions, just reach on out to us, facebook.com backslash nerdthugradio, or you can follow me on Instagram, Joey. Na-na-na-na-na-na-na, good jiggy with it. Welcome back to Nerd Thug Radio. I'm the Captain Joey Savage. Corey DLG. And we've got uh, Bilbo Bayo, the first elf of Santa Claus. True. On the I was, ones I was tall enough to ride real horses. With a uh, special guest, Ali Savage, filling in for the weekly top three. That's right. That's right. All right, so I'm going to get quick to my number two. Uh, okay. I'm going to honorable mention, since you did it. Yeah. Uh, any Wes Anderson movie. Okay. Uh, honorable all right. mention. They're Amazing. all great. All of them. All great. of them are great. So but, we're, going, we're going top 50s this week. But uh, my number two was the movie Gangs of New York. Ooh, with old Leonardo what DiCaprio. A terrible movie. And The Butcher. <laughs> I don't know why he likes that movie. I it's love not that a good movie. So I love that movie. <laughs> Daniel Day Lewis. I love Leonardo DiCaprio. The movie's and so that great. Movie well, and I love drags. Daniel Day Lewis. I think Daniel Day Lewis is probably the greatest actor of our generation, it, truthfully. Drags. And that, that portrayal of The Butcher is so great. Good. He's, there's not a there's not a movie's bad so character he, ma- he that only movie's makes so great good. characters and it is so long and I watch it's it it's such over. garbage <laughs> why is it garbage it's, it's really, just it a really bad is. movie you're a bad movie I mean I probably am a you're bad you're a bad movie, movie. Yeah, if, yeah. If, there's nothing about you that. If good. I was two and a half hours long and people had to sit through all, I know that more crap, about. It wouldn't matter who played me than you will ever remember. I, for, I forgot more about. <laughs> I've forgotten more about Gangs of New York than you will ever remember. It was just such a bad. Cameron Diaz is awful. She's awesome. Leonardo she's, DiCaprio yeah. isn't great. good in this movie. Oh, he's great. He's, he's very and good. I love him. It's a great movie. I'm not, I'm not critical of Leonardo Nico, DiCaprio. I you think, should watch this movie. I think he's great. I'll, I'll watch it. And then it'll I'll, ruin I'll movies for you for the rest no, of your well, life. No, it's so no, long. No, it'll, it'll just like make you realize how poor long. Joey's tastes are. No, my tastes are great. <laughs> like, a la, my taste, a la, he has nothing. My taste wins. <laughs> Listen, that hurt. Right? No, uh, look, when it you was watch, supposed to. When you watch that movie and you <laughs> douche see nozzle. That, you're, that Joey's number two is literally this just pile of poo. Like this long, drawn out pile of poo. Irish fighting. It, dead rabbits, baby. And you know what's stupid about it is like, isn't it Francis Ford Coppola who directed it? I, yeah, I think so. So it's supposed to like it's got all these great elements where they were like, hey, we're making this perfect movie, and it's terrible. Yes. Yeah, it was they, directed they by Martin Scorsese. Up. Martin yeah. Scorsese. Yeah, they pumped it up to be like this the greatest movie great of all time, movie. right? Yeah, and it's and I don't know how factual it is. This it was is. also nominated for Academy Best Picture, so I don't know how it could be uh, that bad. But there's, there's tons of crap yeah. movies that are. You're a crap movie. Gladiator won Best Picture. Gladiator was great. Why did I put that on my top three? <laughs> it would have been a perfect number two. <laughs> that movie was awesome. That movie was replaced. Great. Right, denied replaced. the first one. All right, Ali, 
Savage, you're number one. Okay. Listen, hold on. There's no wrong answer when you're doing your, only, your own favorites. That's incorrect. Games no. of New York was the wrong answer. No, that was, it's my <laughs> favorite number two. Okay? okay, all right. We're moving on. All right, so since everybody else did an honorable mention. You yep, better say holes. My honorable mention character. If, if it's not holes, we're turning your mic off. Shia Natalie Buff. Portman. All right, you're off. Bye. Okay. I love right. okay. every right. movie. Every movie? Every, movie, every movie, every movie, every movie, every movie, even uh, between the ferns with Zach Galifianakis. That's not a movie. That's not a movie. <laughs> it's hilarious. Anyway, um, number one, Garden State. Okay, I do love Garden State, and Zach she's a Braff, fantastic character. I hate Garden State. Natalie Portman. The music is amazing. Sure, it is. Good movie. Have you seen essentially the Wait, sequel? You're rolling your eyes so hard. Over Have you seen essentially the <laughs> yes. sequel? Uh, this is yes. where I leave you. Yes, I love Beautiful. it. Beautiful, gorgeous movie. Love it. Lo- love it's it. Great movie. All right, so you're you number one. You wouldn't watch that one with me. Yeah. No, it's it's a little too touchy feely for the Savage because um, Games of New York again, probably has a special features it's, DVD that <laughs> you can watch instead with an extra it's hour. So good. It, it drags a little bit too, but it it's does. Really, I love Zach Braff. Also, the cosplayer smoking hot. Yeah. <laughs> no, the one that the brother is uh, fooling around with at the end. Oh, yeah. yeah. When they're like, hey, your dad's dying. Yeah. Get over <laughs> here. Like, your dad's dying. Let's have like, sex. Rings or any- yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so what's your number one, though? That was it. Yeah, I thought that was your honorable mention. No, no the, my honorable Natalie Portman. mention was Natalie Portman. Oh, okay, Portman. okay. Garden State's your number one. Number one, Garden so, State. So, like we had honorable mention as movies, and we listed uh, the, the entire actor and everything they've done. Yes. Yeah. I can't tell you the mentions. last time she watched it, though. But Garden, Garden State. State? Yeah. I watch it all the time when you're at home. Oh, that's probably true. Well, hey, did hey, you know? No, hey, thank God you're doing that and nothing else. That's right. But Garden <laughs> State, actually, I love that movie. Uh, it's got a lot of fun, interesting characters in it. The it's one quirky, who's... but again, it's another, like, finding yourself movie. I told you, you all of them. Have you found yourself yet? Yeah, Ali. is in search obviously. of somebody else. <laughs> so, ladies out there, another looks life. like I'm getting divorced in the next three to four years. <laughs> yeah, I'll be back on, on the market. <laughs> yes. Just before the kids turn 18, because I really need some of that child support. There you go. Yeah, when yeah. they turn 18, <laughs> she's out. They stay. <laughs> the crazy thing is, like, have, you would have, go, I keep the kids. You don't want to pay no, the child I'll, I'll support. I'll steal Will from you. I'll you can't steal Will from us. <laughs> he is, with me. He oh is the greatest human that's ever lived. <laughs> Will's already, like, best-friending, like, 50-year-old people. Oh my William God. Savage, Nico greatest human friend. ever. Nico yeah. is Will's best friend. So, Corey, what is your number one? So, my number one. The Hangover. That's a terrible movie. <laughs> no, that's Unforgiven. A funny, that's a funny movie. It was Clint Eastwood. Unforgiven. Okay, okay. Is that that's the where he like sits on his porch and like sh- with the shotgun? Uh, that's no, every that's, Clint Eastwood movie. That's every Clint Eastwood movie. <laughs> no, uh, that, Unforgiven. No, that was Gran Torino. Right, yeah. Never mind. Gran, uh, Unforgiven, he's he's William Money, who was this old that's uh, a great outlaw. Name. <laughs> they call him Bill Money. Bill Money. And, uh, or Bill the Butcher. Is, how old is this? He, uh, 1994. Eight or something. I believe it was his directorial debut. Okay. And I, okay. I thought that okay. was. Okay. He won I thought an Oscar dec- for it. Was that not a million dollar baby? His directorial directorial debut. I like that movie. Um, I, 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 I thought he. I thought he uh, directed one. Forgive it. She's gonna look it up. Ninety-two. Yeah. It wasn't his. Oh, no, it's not his debut. No. Uh, but uh, but anyway, in it he plays a reformed outlaw. Okay. Uh, he's got two kids. The wife has died yeah. from the fever. Director Clint Eastwood. Yeah. Oh, nice. Okay. Directorial debut. Very nice. Um. But times are hard. He's in need of money. The pigs all have a fever. The farm is going to collapse. This young outlaw comes knocking on his door looking for William Money. He says, listen, I found this bounty that I'm going to get, but I need help. Uh, I need the outlaw William Money. And, uh, you know, at first Clint was like, I don't know who you're talking about. Never heard of him. Like, he come on, up, man. You can't. He, he changes his mind, though, when he realizes how bad the situation is. Right, right. He needs the money. So he takes the, he takes the job. They get out there. They pick up Morgan Freeman on the way because Morgan Freeman is uh, Clint Eastwood's running buddy. Because you got to have a, a black guy in you there. you got to. So the three of them ride out there together. I want to whitewash it. To go uh, 
take care of some click, folk. Click, click, boom. Right. Uh, they get out there, and it turns out that the kid's kind of exaggerated his history a little bit. He's not really this merciless outlaw that he said he was. When they do the first kill, he loses the stomach for it and leaves. So now it's just the two of them. So the two of them, Morgan Freeman and Clint Eastwood, they still got to finish the job, and they do. As they go to leave town, though, Morgan Freeman gets captured and killed by Gene Hackman's character. Gene Hackman is the angry, evil sheriff. He murders. Name one movie. Gene Hackman's the good guy. Is he ever the good guy? Probably when he was younger. But he is now like the perf. He's now the quick in the dead. Token right. bad, bad guy. guy. Yeah. Even in the Royal guy. Tenenbaums. He's kind of the bad guy. He's yeah, the he bad guy. He's the <laughs> villain the, of the story. Yeah, even in a movie that's not really about bad guys, he's a bad guy. Right, that's true. <laughs> no, you're not You're not wrong about that. But so what makes this movie so great is it's essentially uh, Old Man Logan in film form. Okay, that's why Clint like Eastwood it. all of a sudden, get a nerd twist with on the it. murder of his friend, you see the darkness just come out of him. He walks into this bar and it's got 12 gunfighting cowboys in it. And he says... Uh, he says, which one of you killed my friend? <laughs> and, uh, not, I killed all of them. That might have been the best impersonation you've ever done. So the whole the bar just spreads back. Well, thank you, because it's such a, it, the whole bar spreads out, and Gene Hackman's standing there. Doesn't even blink. He just pulls out a shotgun, and he says, I want everyone to know they need to take this body down. That's my friend. Because the body's sitting up in front of the bar. So he just Damn. shoots Gene Hackman right in the middle. <laughs> everyone draws their guns, though, when he pulls the shotgun out. Gene Hackman goes, if he fires, you guys all shoot him. And everyone thinks he's not going to do it. Clint Eastwood just goes to town on these you don't cats. Give a just just twelve gauges, Gene Hackman, and then just spins around and just shoots out twelve do, 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 dudes, do, 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 do. and just like it's, I mean, it's just brutal. That's so amazing is it like how no bullets hit him? No, well, when you, you watch seen, it, have happen, you seen you Preacher? See, you kind of realize like everyone kind of freezes for a second and says, like, did he just? You've watched Preacher, <laughs> obviously, yeah. right? Yeah. So you know the scene where uh, the killer of saints walks into the bar and just starts annihilating people? No, no, like I haven't that? that far yet. Oh gosh! Spoiler so, alert! Oh, well. Spoilers. That's okay. How but you, yeah, how are you not that far ahead? Uh, so how does like the movie end? In. How does the movie end? So it ends with Clint Eastwood riding off back home to go be the good man again with all the money and all that. So he slaughtered the whole bar and then he's like, "All right, I'm done." Yeah, Bye. that's it, guys. Because I'm the out. moral of the story is that Clint Eastwood is death, and he tried so uh, hard to be a good person, but they wouldn't let him. He couldn't they kept, escape death. He couldn't get out of it. And so, like Morgan Freeman, as they're beating him to death, he's warning him. He's like, "Listen, my friend is William Money, and he's going to come into this town on a pale horse, and he's going to kill every one of you." And I saw a pale rider on a pale horse. Interesting. And his All name right. was Revelation. Number one. My number one favorite movie. It might be like one of my favorite movies of all time. Even with the nerd stuff. Okay, okay. The movie Rounders. Never seen it. Love Rounders. You've seen it like Love 30 Rounders. times. <laughs> Edward Norton and um, what's his name? Matt Damon. Matt Damon. She just Matt took me Damon. off. <laughs> she just took me off. And John Malkovich. High, high quality Matt yeah. Damon. The Russian. The Russian. KGB. KGB. So, okay, let me ask you this, though, about Rounders. Because we all know Here, Rounders. So, quick, it's a poker movie. Right. So, literally, I, I used to play poker. That's all I used to do. Right. That's all I made my living doing. And if I ever was in a spot where I wasn't playing well or wasn't doing well, I'd get up, I'd walk out the door, I'd go home, I'd put Rounders in, I'd get, like, pumped up, I'd go back and start raking house again. <laughs> it never failed. I love it. I do love that. Your but, pep talk is, is Rounders. Yeah. Round, pep, rounders, yeah well, rounders was If you ever watch the movie, you're going to get up and feel like you can yeah, take down any house definitely. ever. definitely. John Malkovich plays the best bad guy We need to have yeah, a movie marathon. Ever. We'll have a movie we, marathon. We really do. We'll get movies going in the background during uh, the Extra Life campaign. No, there it's, all, it's November games 5th. only. November 5th. You can have movies in the background. <laughs> games only. Sure. Games only. All right. So you're going to ask me something. So, really, the... The most important element of that movie is the Edward Norton, Matt Damon friendship. It is. It and is. the dynamic that Matt Damon is a good man, and at his core, Edward Norton, 
for talk and thick and thin isn't. Correct. He's worm. He's always going to get out worm. of it. He's always he's the worm. He's always going to get out of it. How much of that movie do you think would have been? I mean, at some point, right? You just got to be like, you know what? Like, worm, you're on your own. Which he kind of does at the very end. Yeah, he does. Well, no, at the very end, the worm leaves him, and 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 Damon still clears the debt. Yeah, because da- well, at the very end, basically because of worm. The debt's on both of them. Debt's on both of them. So now Damon and has so to clear. he's like, let's just get out of town. And right. Damon's like, I'm not going to tuck tail and run. Right. And so Worm leaves town. But right. he never really gives up on, on, on the Worm. And I think... I think he does. I think and, he does. And all I of us, and those people who are, are good and have a good heart, you everyone has that one friend who will bring you down. Yeah. But yeah. Um, for some reason, I mean, I've got at least two of them I can think of. I won't name any. Who, who will bring <laughs> me down. But if they ever needed something, even today, they'd call me. I'd help them out. Right. And that's, I guess I relate to the Matt Damon character. He's way I, better at cards than I am, apparently, because he took down KGB. That's true. Well, uh, he figured out the tell. Listen, in the poker game of life, women are the rake. That's true. Man, what does what's that mean? What is his name? I don't know. John Turturro, is that his name? Who? Uh, the the Turk, the one who can, uh, the one who gives him the job yes. driving the truck. Yeah, you're right. The Turk, he's called yeah. the Turk. Yeah. Uh, John, Turturro? Yeah, Turturro. He's, he's in so many great movies, and he's such a great actor. He's always that great B-side character. Yeah, he's always, yeah, yes, definitely. yeah. Always a great Steve Buscemi in him kind of yep. do the same yep, thing. Yep, yep, yep. I love Steve Buscemi. <laughs> Steve Buscemi's the best. Um, you know, he actually lives in Brooklyn, and when me and Zach went to New York, we saw him across the street. Oh, that's, that's awesome. awesome. He just walks yeah, his dogs rounders. and like, lives a very normal New York, Brooklyn life. Uh, Famke Jamison's in it. Yeah, yeah. She's so hot. She, like, it was funny. It was very rare back in the day to see her in non-X-Men stuff. It was like, she was a villain in a, in a Bond movie for I a few minutes. I think this was like 96 this, when this movie came Rounders. out. Rounders. Like, she would very sparingly show up and then Just X-Men and then everywhere. And now she's everywhere. And she's yeah. everywhere. Such a great movie. Even if I don't like... Even if you're not into poker, you know it's a good movie. You want a weird tidbit? Yeah. Weird tidbit. She's dating uh, Steve Buscemi from Steve Buscemi. The Black Keys. Oh, really? The lead yeah. singer? Yeah. Wow, he's that old? Or she's like young guys? She's, he's old. Wait, oh, okay. Michelle. Uh, yeah, Branch. Oh, Michelle Branch? Okay. Oh, I think about Fanko No, no, I saw what she was doing. <laughs> no. I was with her. What? Where are you at what? on this game? Okay. The girl who's singing the song that I sang. I yeah. got you. Yeah. Now I'm back in the game. Now you're back, back in the fold. So New Girl was dating the lead singer of uh, Death Cab for Cutie. Yes, she was. Oh, I like and that And then guy. they broke oh, up, and the last album is about him being Who? all sad and brokenhearted. Death, Can it Zoe, Death Cab for Cutie? Zoe, Zoe Deschanel. Was dating the lead oh, singer of Death Cab. So they were they were like apparently going to get married, and then things went south. Oh, what's his uh, name? South. Ben something. Straight I South. Let's just call him Ben. Uh, yeah, I'm not Let's sure. Let's call him Ben Death, Death Cab. Yeah, but you know, actually, uh, a little tidbit. I can't think of the word right now. But the name of the album, Kenitsugi. It's uh, what is it? Kenitsugi. Okay, so Kenitsugi is actually Japanese for directly. It's for broken ceramics turned into art. Oh wow! But literally, what they do yeah, is that word means anytime that something gets broken and repurposed for other stuff. Oh, so it makes perfect it makes perfect sense. sense. Death Cab for Cutie is the, one of my favorite bands of all time. Dude, they're amazing. I love them. Uh, if we would have done favorite bands, Nico would have been Gibbard. on this. Right. Shout ben Gibbard. Ben Gibbard. That's Gibbard. His name. Shout out to the Struts. Shout out, shout the Struts were just they in are Houston. They're the new queen. The just, out, they were out. just in Houston playing an acoustic show oh. at Bedrock City Comics. Get what? out of here. Swear to God. I just found it out. I was, and she asked me, she's like, Would you have missed work for that? I was like, Heck yeah, dude. Yeah. When I saw the Struts at, um, what was that, Buzzfest? Yeah. I was immediately in love with those dudes. Yeah, new queen, definitely. Yeah. All right. Corey didn't lie. It is album title of Derived from Kit. Kintsugi, a type of Japanese art involving fixed, broken pottery. 
It's so go. is it like the cousin of Bukaki? Uh, <laughs> I don't want to touch that. Raise it in the air. Well, no. it was. I, I was interested in what the title. He, meant. Yeah, he researched it. I was like, "What does that word mean?" Because I knew what the album was supposed to be about, and when you hear the album, it's yeah, clearly makes, about really perfect is. sense. Yeah, about yeah. broken hearts. Shout and... out to Black Sun. Yeah. Shout out to New Girl. That show's hilarious. And she's amazing. I think I hate you. Zach likes that New Girl. Show is hilarious. Way better than um, Glee. Ugh. Yeah. Glee and it's yeah. ending kind of weird. Uh, I still have like four or five episodes left, and it's ending very. Yeah, odd. it's gonna piss you off. Is it? Okay. Stay with us. We're going to come back and talk about Nico's driving test. <laughs> Nerd Thug Radio. Lone Star Community Radio is Montgomery County's community radio station. And we're looking for more talk shows and volunteer DJs for our music shows. If you're interested in having your own talk show on Lone Star or always wanting to live out your dream of being a music DJ, contact Lone Star Community Radio online at irlonestar.com slash contact us. Or call the station at 936-647-5747 for more information. Morning, here we come. Right back where we started from. (laughs) 101, California, here we come. Right back where we started from. California. Nerd Thug Radio. Yeah. All right, guys. We're Nerd Thug Radio. And that, and that was our was, rendition of Phantom Planet. That was, yeah. Listen as we go. Was. Stop me now. Uh, Love that song. Love me some Jason Schwartzman. Uh, Let's so play great. some Coconut Records for the next song. All right. That's fair. Or like Ghost Town. I really like Ghost Town. What's Ghost Town? That's the that's what he's in now. That's where no people live. Oh yeah, I like that stuff too. That is where no that is where no one lives. <laughs> we are Nerd Thug Radio. We're on IRLoneStar.com. Soon to be Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1. That's true. Sister Station. I'm the Captain Joey Savage. Corey DLG. Bilbo <laughs> Bilbo Bayo over here. Bilbo Bayo over there. <laughs> and uh, I do think Bilbo Bayo is too it's too good. It's good. Facebook.com backslash nerd thug radio. Like see? us, friend see, us. See? See? Like the pictures. Right. NerdThugRadio.com. Yes, please. That's I put up pictures from uh, Louisiana Comic Con. Oh, yeah? Click on the photos. There's a slideshow that will show all oh, the good I love stuff. Slideshows. Slideshow. Oh, I did love you, did slide you get shows. my email with all the pictures? Yay. I did. And those okay. are up there. Those are up there, Nico. Slideshows. <laughs> Yay. So, this is the uh, segment of the show where 89% of you have tuned out. What? We're to 11% retainage? Well, we are. Yes. Mainly because it's the Nico segment. Oh, this is the Nico yeah. segment. Nico, this week. What would you like what? to talk about? Well, this week I'd like to talk about the the Texas Department of Public Safety. All right. All right. Okay. So, Nico, okay. um, had your driving test this past week. Uh, Yay! Nico can drive. How Yay! You, you passed, right? No, I didn't even, I didn't you even take failed. it. You failed. I didn't even take it. <laughs> you didn't take it? No, my insurance has expired. I get a new insurance card. <laughs> so I had to drive all the way there and drive all the way back. I don't understand. And then go here's, to here's, here, uh, I don't understand. Come on, the roast theme again? I don't understand. Here's begin, the roast. Begin the roast. You scheduled this how long ago? Two months. He scheduled this two months ago. Didn't even put it on any kind of calendar. Didn't even remember about it. But, he, a, but he knew the date. He didn't even know the date because he got an automated text message. I did get an automated text message yesterday saying, before. Hey, oh, he said, well, that's really all you need. And he was like, oh, crap, I got my test tomorrow. But that's really all you need. And then he goes and... Also, it had a wait time of 2,200 minutes, and I was like, ah, oh, perfect. <laughs> so then he goes to practice a little bit last night, gets all up there this morning, gets excited, doesn't even realize he's got an expired insurance card on him. 
See, but it, these are the things you have to check yeah, before you go. Are, yeah. This is adulting one hundred and one. This, this is, is the single most important event of his life right now is getting this dang license. Wow, wow. it really... is. What's more important than Nico right now getting his license? This safe sex. <laughs> What's more important than Nico getting his license? I mean, no, he does need to get his license. Super, right. super sure because I definitely right. drove to Greenspoint to pick him up. And he has a car. And he has a car. I but he can't car. drive it he unless he's going to it. school. Right. Yes. So we, he does Or need... to work. So he could drive here. Yeah, this is good. This is work. Do that work. I think work. it's like work. within a work. certain radius, though. It's not like drive. I don't think. Circumference? 30 minutes. Is it as the crow flies? Yeah. <laughs> as far as the crow can fly. As yeah. far as the crow can fly, you can drive. I think it drive 30 miles to your sort of job. I think what it means Dang. is. Why well, she got to throw a sort of on that? I think what job. it sort of ah. means is make sure you have the proper paperwork when you go to take your driving But test. you know what? This is also a learning. Okay, you know what? Here's the way to. Here's the positive. I'm going to. Here's gonna... the positive. Did you reschedule? Not yet. I was at school. Go ahead. Okay. All right. So. We did the... play clicks today. Here's the positive. We did play clicks. You guys are nerds. I beat them. Here's the yeah, positive. Um, HIV when you, positive. Yeah. When you go into court because you have a speeding ticket or you got caught with drugs, you'll know to bring your proper paperwork. Now. Yeah. <laughs> so make sure you won't actually, get arrested. Make sure you also show say. up. That's true. Yes. Please <laughs> do all of these sure things. You show up. So here, that is actually what I was going to say as a good big brother. I don't know why you would be holding drugs. What's going on <laughs> over there, Allie? What I was saying specifically was that now you know that valid insurance is a thing. That you need to be aware of when you're on the road, but also, this will be the one time you're ever caught unaware of how to provide insurance. Because what have we all said to you since then? Why don't you just call the guy and have me mail it? You could have had it right there in ten seconds. Yeah, been, and so now you driving. know. Now you know. Like, let's say you get pulled over tomorrow, you'd be like, you know what? I uh, let me. I'm gonna. I'm gonna get the insurance card right now. Two seconds. But you actually have one on you now. Yeah. I've, so I've, you're I've one I have an app. For progressive, I also have an app. Shows my card on the, there. He said the DMV. You told me this because I said the same thing. I said just get it electronic, and you said that the, the DMV a requires copy. a paper. Copy. The government, the government, and the DMV are just horrible things to deal with. They're it's, a required part of everyone's life. Well, and actually, Ugh. the the electronic ID thing makes sense because the law is proof of insurance. It doesn't actually say paper copy. It says proof of insurance. Right. So I don't. I wonder if the DMV has a separate rule. Or if they just I'm have a sure poor they are the spawns of Satan. On, like, record. Well, they probably they just have probably a, make no, a copy of it, it, put it in a file. No, yeah. because they don't. Because that means you would be sending them updates every six months. No, they just scan it in. Yeah, they scan it in because they scanned all. They're the, the spawns of Satan. That's and they so do weird. Nothing There's a reason it. why so in Zootopia they were sloths. That's why you're missing it. An email would be just as good because when you scan it, you make an electronic document. Yeah, that's true. So literally, okay, I'll just email you my card. Yeah, they um, are the spawns of Satan. The DMV. <laughs> also, I they're had not to watch. Helpful. I had they're to watch a, a two-hour video about uh, distracted driving. Was this before or after teenager? you had to provide your insurance? Uh, before. This oh, <laughs> so you have to watch this video again? Burn. No, no, I watched the video. There's a certificate. I already have it. It's oh, already done. Burn. You go in to take your test, and you have to yeah. watch a two-hour no, video. No, this is before you take your test. You have to a have it. Two-hour video? That's yeah, it's okay, ridiculous. but it's but it's in segments. So Nico has it's watched more than twelve videos. <laughs> so that could have been on your in, weekly top in, three. It's in segments. <laughs> could have been his one. It could have been in segments, one. and it's like that weird, like trying to like. My number one is my DMV safety video. It's it's kind of weird because they're like they're like trying to appeal to the team. Teenagers, yeah, and there's a there's an entire section. Called so Christian Slater does the voice. Uh, yeah, <laughs> is, so is there rapping? There's no rapping, but it like it takes super like hard turns. Like one, they're like there's like a story of like a mom crying because she's like my my daughter killed herself and then in a car accident. I kill myself before I commit suicide. <laughs> she killed herself. Right she killed now. herself in a car accident. 
texting and, uh, and she driving. Killed, she killed a, a, like like two of her friends, and it's like all horrible, and everyone's crying, and it's sad. And then it cuts back, and it's like, hey, dude, it's Brian coming at you live. You know, distracted driving is pretty crazy, dog. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I just like that. Do you know what, Brian? I need a minute. <laughs> I need a minute to process, Brian. Hey, you know what you don't because Alicia's family's dead. <laughs> much of anymore the those mad moms, mothers against drunk yeah, driving. Mad. You know why? You don't see those crazy women. But do you know why? Because uh-uh. the science has proven. First of all, they got what they wanted. Yeah. The United States has some of the strictest alcohol laws uh, yeah, in the world. Yeah, they really did. No doubt. But also the science is no starting diggity. to kind of prove out like when they start talking about the point ones and the point oh ones, and it's like if a woman has one glass of wine an hour and a half for like 12 minutes, she blows a point oh one, like depending on her weight. Yeah. It's, so like they've started to kind of determine. People. Right. Yeah. And so they've really kind of de- realized that the, the legal limits they're imposing are based on just total beans. I mean, I wake up and blow an oh one. Um, Sound bite that. I, you blow a lot of things when you wake up. But that's a personal situation. Uh, Thank God the kids tuned out. So worst gift ever was a breathalyzer that a friend got me when oh, I had my apartment. I knew who. Yeah. And we had a for New Year's. We were all drinking and also trying to see who could blow the so, highest on that. The best part about it was the next morning, a friend who shall remain nameless because he went to valet cars. He blew before he left a point two. <laughs> so the next day, still super hammered. Super hammered. You went to valet cars all day. Speaking of hammered, Clean. when we were driving to the con that Saturday, Zach was like, I'm not quite sure if I'm still hammered or if I'm sleepy. <laughs> <laughs> this is like 10 o'clock in the morning. This uh, is a good question. Uh, a By great, the way, I'd like trip. to point out, uh, Zach Attack can't keep a schedule to save his life. God, no. What, He's is like, it we're like, out of here at 8.15. And who was already at 8.15? Nerd Thug Radio. Yeah. The entirety. All of us. So it went like this. I'd set my alarm. I'd wake up. I'd shower. I'd wake Nico up. You go shower, wake your brother up. Nico, Could you tell who the parent is in this Nico would wake situation? Yeah. Oh, yeah. definitely. I was driving everybody around. Right. I was he keeping was, us on track. Was, Zach was like a kid. He was like, why can't we stop here? I want to go to this car. I was like, <laughs> we have to get to Lafayette. When we get there, we can have fun. Right. <laughs> I was like my grandma. If Mr. it's not on the right side of the he, road, we're not stopping. He's, <laughs> Mr. he's Mr. Mom. He definitely is. But. We need a little leadership in these situations because we all we, – we You were, need a captain. There were four people all with things they wanted to do. So I was like, all right, what's the schedule tomorrow? And I was like, okay, we've got to do this. We want to do that. We're thinking about this. So we would prioritize. We'd make the schedule. We need to be out here by hand. Right. The time we were supposed to leave, Zach was coming down. Oh, guys, i got to hop in the shower real yeah. quick. We were leaving, yeah, he we were leaving laughing, about 30 minutes he, late every day. He was <laughs> laughing to me about how detail-oriented he is and how anal he is about everything. But and he, then he's terrible with time. Kind of like my Absolutely. wife. Absolutely. <laughs> kind of like my wife. It, and it's funny because every, That's every why we both, get along. Mornings, both mornings we were like, Zach, wait on you, man. Whenever you're ready. <laughs> like we got in the car. Remember because the second day we were supposed to leave for – or no, the first day. No, the second day we wanted to go by Victor's. We wanted to go eat some breakfast. 8.15 in the morning we want to go to this famous breakfast diner in Lafayette, Victor's. So we get in the car. We're, it's in uh, New Iberia. Right. So when we get in the car, though, we start talking about how far off we are. Uh, and he's like, we well, are like, guys, we said 8.15, and it's almost 9 o'clock at this point. And everyone's kind of looking around, and finally I go, Zach, we spent the last 30 minutes waiting on you to get dressed. And he was like, no, everyone was – I was like, everyone was downstairs and ready well, to go Well, his argument was, he's like, that guy doesn't have a shirt on. Yeah. I was like, Zach, I don't put my shirt on until we leave. Right. Okay? It takes me like five seconds. I, I, shirt on. I make that same argument, and it never wins. No, so. because it doesn't It takes take... me less than five seconds to put my shirt on. Right. I don't want to wrinkle it or get sweaty in it. Right. Before I leave. The last thing we do is get dressed. But last... it doesn't take us any time at all. The last all. thing I do is put my shirt on. I literally FDR'd up. Like, I <laughs> sat in a chair, blanketed <laughs> back up, and then, I was watching TV, and waiting for like Zach this. to get ready. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. He had like 
the worst <laughs> yeah, the sick horse Corey is horse Corey all Corey. day Sunday. <laughs> Thank like, God we did Ernie Hudson interview. <laughs> Zach was like, I cannot even listen to you. <laughs> My brain can't even operate to listen to you. <laughs> so let me can hey guys, it's your boy Corey <laughs> here. We got a few minutes here. So on the way back, we're in the car, and uh, me, Zach, and Nico, because Corey was uh, sleep, That's right. waking, snoring, took a nap. Awkward. Did you not take them to Bonton? No, we didn't go to Bonton. Oh, no. so we went to Judas Inn instead. Yeah, oh, yeah, we, we definitely didn't miss anything. We so we decided on what our best powers would be. What our powers would be if we were superheroes. Yeah. While Corey was sleeping, um, Nico's superpower would be to eat anything. Right. So basically, I'd become the matter eating lad. Literally anything. And just um, nonstop. My superpower consuming, consuming, is consuming. to uh, create toothpicks and throw them at an incredible fast rate. Kind of like Hawkeye with toothpicks. Right. And uh, Zach's superpower would be because Zach had gas the entire time. Just all he's like, I think I'm lactose intolerant, so I'm going to eat this ice cream. Let me know what happens. <laughs> right. And like so, the whole like, car ride, he was it. doing it. So his superpower would just be emitting gas at will. And uh, Corey snores so loud that his power is when he's asleep and snores, he emits uh, sonic earthquakes. <laughs> That's not my power. That's your power. My power is absolute general knowledge. About no, it's that. not. Approximate knowledge of most things. Approximate knowledge no, of it's most not. things. It's, it's generating sonic earthquakes. You guys it are speaking on somebody who snores. <laughs> Men Do you snore. have to say that he I was... I talk in my sleep. I don't snore. He was waking up in the middle of snoring yeah. to so argue be like, about it. <laughs> like, like oh, it freaks me out. Sometimes he stops breathing. I don't know if he's <laughs> if he's awake or dead. And Corey's just like, I'm awake. I'm just napping. Right. And like five minutes, it's like, he's snoring with his eyes open. What the heck? He's like, it's because I'm awake. I wasn't snoring. I was listening to him speak, and he's just so obnoxious that I was like, I'm going back to sleep. This is ridiculous. <laughs> it was a great road we trip. We had a great trip. It, it was, was awesome. It was super, super fun. We did. A lot of fun. I even drank a monster right before the nap. Corey says, Corey, Corey <laughs> yeah, says. He said, let me Corey take says, a monster so I don't snore. No, Corey says, before we get on the road, I want to get a monster. I'm sleepy, and I want. I don't want to fall asleep. And some I want to eat. You know, I want to read my comics. I go off track to get him the monster, and ten minutes later, he's passed out. Right. He's I drank the monster, <laughs> and then it's was empty, and I went to sleep. And then he crashed out. <laughs> yeah. Just I read, I read, reverse at that. For like, but like only for like 30 minutes. Yeah, it wasn't that long. It was like no. 30 minutes. It was like a little power nap. A little power nap, and then we got going. Then we, yeah, we got on the road. We got into it. We but definitely no. got home faster than it took us to get there. Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah. The whole way up there, though, Zach was farting. Yeah. Oh and my, he, it took you like five or six hours to make a two-hour road trip? Yeah, Zach was like, I got to pee. Pull over, I gotta pee. Yeah, he Pull stopped over, us probably pee. like ten times. Hey, I have to pee. Also, times. where were we at the subway? What city was that? That was like uh, Cleveland. Shout out to Cleveland, girl at the subway counter. You could have had this. <laughs> could have had. This. You could have had this. this. You missed out. No, Nico will I, back me up. I, I genuinely like. She was. She wanted. She was filling the, the DLG. DLG. She, she, was she, she ignored other customers to talk to him. Yeah, she did. Even when she really was weird when we were in and Cleveland. did you ask for her number? No, no I was enjoying it too much. I left. Oh. <laughs> it was like, really Bye. weird because I walked into the gas station, and you know, there's a bunch of country bumpkins in there, and I'm Joey Savage. Yeah. And we just didn't fit. <laughs> and I, but I felt like when I got to the counter, the uh, Middle Eastern guy behind the counter was super excited that it was someone different. Yeah, he's like, Because <laughs> he was just like... Checking people out, checking people out. He's like, "Hey, buddy, what's up, buddy? Yeah. <laughs> what up, man? What's going on? The Risa. Yeah, man. You want this mixtape? <laughs> oh, thank you. I'll just take, I'll take my a monster tape. and my and my chips, please. Definitely, definitely. Like the girl was definitely hitting on me. Uh, she, I ordered just a small little sandwich for dinner. Got a little six inch. Um, <laughs> that's and she small. Goes, as she goes to cut it, I mean, that's the small at Subway. I don't want to. There's kid size. There's four inch. Does he look like a kid to you? <laughs> I don't, first of all, I don't just li- like that he thinks a normal size sandwich is a small sandwich. It is, because he could have gone 12 inch, yeah. which that's, I always do. Yeah. I never go the six you inch. You split the 12 inch in half. 
You don't eat a that's whole. That's what I did. No, you yeah, eat you the split whole the twelve inch in half. That's six inches. No, right. you save. That's two meals. No, no you no. eat the entire thing no, in one bite. One. Yeah, yeah. Nico would eat the entire thing just, in one anyway, bite. Anyway, anyway, Nico would have eaten the bag. Anyway, too. <laughs> normal size sandwich. So anyway, when she goes to cut it, she's like six inches. I was like, at least. <laughs> she, was like, she was like, oh okay. She was. It was. It was a good time. We had a good time. Nico's just dying laughing the whole time. He can't even bring himself to speak. Like <laughs> she says something to me, and I'm like, I don't. I don't even. I don't know what to do. I don't even know what to do. Oh, it was such a, a great time. road trip. Or how about when uh, Hagen looked at Nico and was like, we're taking the Jeep out. Hey, Nico, you ever killed something? Have you ever <laughs> taken, taken, something's a, taken something's life? Nico's like, no, never. I was like, you just killed a cockroach. <laughs> Nico's looking around at me and everyone else like, what do I say here? And I was it's like, like Corey, hey, save me. He's like, no, man, go for it, bro. <laughs> go into the sugar cane fields. That's right. <laughs> we're going to take a break, jump out. When we come back, we'll wrap things up. Somehow, someway. Nerd Thug Radio. Hashtag talking nerdy to you. Hashtag Jason Schwartzman's awesome. Want to check out what it's like to be on the radio? Need credit for school? For an internship? Then contact Dick online at dick dickirlonestar.com. Lone Star Community Radio is Montgomery County's community radio station, and we are here to be part of the community. Have you ever met a girl that you tried to date, but a year to make love, she wanted you to wait? Let me tell you a story in my situation. I was talking to this girl from the U.S. nation. The way that I met Welcome back to Nerd Thug Radio. Can I tell you why I picked this song? Uh, yeah, go ahead. I picked this song in honor of our terrible singing on the last one. Oh, very good. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, uh, we are Nerd Thug Radio. I am the Captain Joey Savage. Corey DLG. Bill Bobeo, as you know. And we've got special guests still hanging out with us. Ali Savage, say hello. Yo. A.K.A. Mommy Savage. Hola. A.K.A. the Savage bon of the Savages. Bonjour, ni hao. Okay, cool. Uh, we're on uh, Conroe's FM 104.5106.1. Sister Station. Yep, 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 yep. Facebook.com backslash NorthDogRadio, NorthDogRadio.com. Hashtag NorthDogRadio, hashtag talking nerdy to you on all social media. Look up our stuff. Check us out, y'all. Check us out. So, this is going to be my two minutes on wrestling right okay. here. I read an article today all right. on the Forbes magazine, Forbes.com, oh, okay. talking about what SmackDown needs to do. To be better. Okay. Oh. It started off pretty good. They were comparing SmackDown Now to SmackDown during 2006 or Kind of last time they did the brand division. Yeah, so, okay, when Paul Hammond wrote, um, ran SmackDown back then, uh, he based the entire show off what he called the Superior Six. Okay? Okay. So every storyline, it was Chris Jericho, Eddie Guerrero, Chris Benoit, Rey Mysterio, I think Edge, Kurt Angle, and basically every story kind of filtered around them, and anybody else in the show was just kind of side characters. Okay, this is probably why I didn't like old SmackDown, because I didn't but, like any of the six guys you just named. But the SmackDown then was like the was better than Raw, and it was yeah, running it was, it was. Like great storylines. So they're kind of doing the same thing now with um, AJ Styles, John Cena, Dean Ambrose, Bray Wyatt, Randy Orton, The Miz, and Dolph Ziggler. Right. Everything's kind of running around them. So, okay, cool, you're comparing it. And then it does something that I don't know if any magazine could use credibly mm. to back up their statements. Okay. Especially Forbes magazine. Here we go. Ready? Yeah. So Forbes magazine says, at least so far, the 2016 SmackDown 7 is the main reason why SmackDown is widely considered to be superior show to Raw. Here is their backup evidence. A tweet from Alan Jones. I don't know who the F this guy is. Only fools think Raw is better than SmackDown. That's their backup. That's, 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 their, that's, that's, that's how everyone back. agrees. Yep. Yeah. And then WWE SmackDown is better than Raw. Jamal. Anyone named Jamal. Dean Ambrose is yet another reason why SmackDown is better than Raw. Code name 
Brady. Like, how do you use just random ass tweets from people and like so, that's your backup? So they're basically just running through social media and like everyone who agrees with them, they're pulling. Yeah, everyone yeah. who agrees with us just these people uh, aren't get like, them in the get them now. In the group. If these were tweets from like wrestling people, I right. believe it. Uh, if the hockey like, talk well, man had laid one out, right? They're like, like, hurry up, guys! We five tweets. Five, five just find yes. five tweets from five, five random jabronis yeah. and go. Yeah, retarded. Maybe it's Pick. the council of jabronis. Maybe council it's of just jabronis. Yeah. Forbes is just lazy. Whoever wrote this article got lazy. To go. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta think that, the, that there's not really a like you don't, you don't lead with that. Like you don't, no. like you don't back yourself up with tweets. Like, hey, check out this opinion. That no, you would go to a quote. You would get a quote from like, but you get a quote. You from get a, a who's quote important. like a tweet from a, a wrestling person. Well, you reach out. You call. You call Triple H. You say, hey, right now, who do you feel like has come out of the gate stronger? What's, what is and your you opinion on the new SmackDown? Yeah, yeah. You don't have to. And if you're Forbes magazine, you can get a quote. You're yeah. Forbes magazine and use this. Although I will say this, um, I, I love ESPN Radio during the day. Yeah. Um, one of their one of their people, uh, he like he, he guest spots. He would be like one of their Zach attacks. He guest spots occasionally, but he has his own gigs that he does. Yeah. Um, he does New York radio, and he's friends with a lot of the actual wrestlers themselves. Yeah, that makes sense. And when he was on W when he was on ESPN, he was on for a few days in a row. And so Ryan Rosillo was like, "Hey, can you get some of them to come on and just talk to us?" We don't have to talk wrestling because honestly, my people don't. Listen, my fans don't like wrestling anyway. But I just want to, like, he really just wanted to talk to Nikki Bella. Like that was yeah. kind of the joke. And so the guy's like, "Yeah, I got Nikki Bella's phone number. I'll text her right now." <laughs> so he texts her. Uh, but the w- they have to run all their publicity. Anything they do outside of the show, they have to run through WWE's filter. Yes, yeah. they do. Yes, they do. So it might be hard to get a quote from Triple H about SmackDown. However, if you're Forbes magazine. You don't post five tweets. From yeah. random jabronis. Yeah, you really don't. You maybe reach out to somebody you know who just left. Yeah. The most recent departure from WWE. Ryback. You call Cody Rhodes. Cody Rhodes. You call, uh, yeah, you call Ryback. You call Ryback up and you say, hey, do you think Sm- how do you think SmackDown's doing in comparison to Raw? What do you think of the significant seven what if his response is, I don't watch TV. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what Ryback feed me more. Rah, rah, rah. Glass ceilings. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, this past week. Uh, Flash and the Arrow debuted. Oh, I'm and not. Supergirl. I'm not quite finished with last seasons. I've I've seen episode one of each. Okay. Uh, without spoiling anything, please. Tell, I'll I have give to tell you the father DLG. He's like, he's caught. He's caught. Yeah, yeah, let him know. Actually, Netflix just dumped the last two seasons back on. All right, cool. And I'll now, so all four or five seasons of Arrow are up right now. And oh, then the new deal. Well, the new them. deal that the CW struck. Here's the thing that kind of stinks. Is for whatever reason my DVR didn't record season one or episode one of the new Supergirl. Ooh, rich. trade. So I'm gonna have to buy it for two dollars off Amazon. Uh, but anyways, uh, they made uh, the deal with Netflix. So now all these things that would go on the seat are on a uh, Hulu. Yeah, they're not on Hulu anymore. So they're all exclusive to Netflix. So is it gonna be all season at once, or are they gonna do like? Nope. So uh, as soon as the season ends, it's gonna dump like almost a week after the season ends, dumps on Netflix the whole thing. So That's I've heard good. for Supergirl they're bringing Monel. Oh. Ooh, I will say this: I haven't. I, only thing I've read about Supergirl oh, is people are, are a little wishy washy on the uh, opener because they say Superman takes some away from Supergirl because he debuts in this one. Yeah, he does. They, you know, the, the entire first season he's actually in technically like three episodes, um, and like you never see him at all. Like uh, he's mentioned he's, in he, passing. Well, like at one point he saves Supergirl, but it's like a big red blue blur. Right, you don't see like, anything. And then she wakes up in her apartment and it's been like three hours. But she got her butt kicked. And then another time, 
Um, the aliens are broadcasting the evil signal, and everyone who hears it gets taken over except Supergirl and a couple other people. And she calls for help from Superman because they're going to have to fight a bunch of Kryptonians. As soon as Superman enters the area, though, the rays affect him. You see him flying in, and then you see him land and walk off with everyone else. <laughs> yeah, and so then funny. when she saves everyone, you, you, uh, they're back at like the hospital, and they're talking about Superman, and you see a pair of red boots in the background. And that's all you see. But that's it. You they're working see. on him. Yeah. Hmm. So without giving anything away, uh, Arrow and the Flash. You know where the Flash is going, obviously, right? Y- yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I heard it's going to be Flashpoint, Flashpoint. And so Flashpoint. after watching the first... Now, is the Arrow in the... F- Flash. See, they said it was going to be, but when you watch the first episode of Arrow, it makes no real mention that things are different. It, Arrow picks off right where the last. Okay. So I don't also, know if maybe even in the Flash uh, Flashpoint universe, like isn't everything like over? Like everyone's dying. Well, they're doing their own version of the Flashpoint. Oh, okay, yeah. that makes yeah. more sense. Which it's it's really weird. Like when the, when the show when Flash starts out, it's almost like is Barry the good guy or the bad guy now? And it's just it's it's kind of weird. Like Ooh. I'm gonna see where it's gonna go. I'm what, not, a what a What a tweet. Tweet. But on Arrow, what I really, really, really like so far about it is he's getting back to Arrow season one, where he's gritty and he's dark. He's not no more of this friendly Green Arrow like all lives matter <laughs> Green Arrow friendly friendly neighborhood yeah. Green Arrow here. No, he's back to like gritty and and hardcore Arrow. All over Queen. And it's pretty good. It's pretty good. That's without giving anything. Okay. All right. A-way. Well done. Well done. Anyway, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, Shield's going pretty well. Yeah. I um, uh, I'm less excited about Shield. I feel like I need to watch it all at once. I don't like the way Shield. I don't think it flows well hour to hour, but overall they tell a good story. Like when I watch six or seven of them in a row, I'm in. When I watch one a week, I'm like, I don't really feel that good about what I just watched. Yeah. That's kind of how they get me with that stuff. I think I need, because they do such a job of, like, drawing God. out one mystery, I'm so excited. I need to eat my way through it faster. I, so I let's, can't wait for freaking Walking Dead comeback. Yeah, it's so good. When's it come back? so many ads. Uh, I think it's still, like, two weeks away. Okay, yeah. good, good. I'm going to be in Disney. Yeah. And I, I want to miss it. It's usually... Uh, the Texans how, also They're play. about to re-air all of the episodes. Yeah. Oh, okay, so we're they starting. They always do the marathon, and then they're they come starting. back. Yeah. So we got a few minutes here before we close out the show. Dumb tweets? Back by popular demand, we are going to read some dumb tweets. DLG, oh, you got a couple? I do. Ali Savage, you got a couple? Sure. Nico DLG, play that funky music, white boy. Uh, what? 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 A uh, little, little bit more. A little bit more. Corey, go ahead. Oh. Oh, this funky music. Yeah. Classical, oh, yeah. I classical like tweet it. music. I like it. Let's do it. You go first. Okay. So ready? Here's 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 two. First one, uh, Christina Knowles. It's at Christina, L E M O underscore. Chris, Christine Lemo. Christine Lemo. Her question. It's very important. <laughs> is Stevie Wonder really still blind? <laughs> That's a good one. What, what is what is she so mad about? Why does she? Ali Savage. Like, wow. Hang right. on, hang on. One more, and then then we'll roll over to you. This is from Radio Ho, um, at. Poppeth thy p word, like that's literally the name she typed in for herself. This nice. girl, classy, she, she classy. It. Yeah. Oh, and then the uh, the tweet is even classier. My HIV results just came back positive. I'm clean. Oh, congratulations! Bad news. Congrats. You're bad wrong. News. Positive means bad here. Congrats, Radio Ho. All right. Oh, man. Proud of you, man. Allie Savage. Now their name is totally blacked out, which you will understand when I read the tweet. I hate being in eighth grade and my boyfriend's leaving for college. Sad face. <laughs> I know he won't cheat, though. Hashtag, I love him. 
<laughs> nice. Okay, here. Oh my god. Since we're stay, since, uh, stay with the love scene. Hang on, I need a minute. How are you gonna be eighteen and dating a thirteen year old? Let's stay with the love scene. Ready? Exactly. Here we go. This is from <laughs> at Karen Norak. All right. Okay. If my girl got pregnant, I'd leave her for the benefit of the kid. It's a known fact that single mothers breed athletes. See you on draft day. <laughs> That's so bad. That's not a mean tweet. That's just brilliant. That's funny. See you on draft day. See you on draft day. Oh, my God. I got another great one. Can I go again? Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. This is from at uh, Huganomics. There is no excuse for guys to be under six feet. Hit the gym, fat ass. <laughs> <laughs> what do they think? That- I, got a, I got a pump to get taller. Yeah, yeah. Yes. work the body. Work the body. Here's a really great one. Um, it's got a photo here. <laughs> oh my god, this is hilarious. Okay. Uh, it's from Pimp Stall at the Thirst though. Um, and it oh says R.I.P. Rodney King, and then in the photo, <laughs> it's BB King playing the guitar. Nice. <laughs> Ali Savage, you got one? All right. Again, it's blocked out. So oh, we good. can't good put them one. on blast. Okay. Can't roast them. I'm sick of the U.S. government. I'm moving to California. F the U.S. Nice. <laughs> I got two real quick. You ready? Please, this is move, from please move to California because we don't want you anywhere close to us. At Hot for Cosby. <laughs> okay. <laughs> don't joke about murder. I was murdered once. <laughs> here's my next one. At R.J. Ergens. How T.F.? Someone going to tell me Titanic was real. People don't understand what a movie is. <laughs> I love that. I do love that. Um, here's one from at Drea Face. Uh, real name Drea Michelle. And from the photo, she doesn't need to know the answer to this question because she's hot. Uh, the question she asked on Twitter, though. By the way, Twitter on her iPhone. They highlighted that for you. Because the question is, I don't know who Steve Jobs is. Oh, Wow. <laughs> It would kill hurry, you to do hurry, some hurry, research. Hurry, okay, hurry, 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 go, go. All right, so this one's called, um, I can't say his name, but it's at Theo Sofianos. Who the F is Paul McCartney? This is why I F with Kanye. He always trying to put on new artists. I like that one. That's one of my favorite ones. All right, here's my last one for the day. Ready? At Tzonic. I'm going to stay a virgin for life so I can set a good example for my kids. Wait a minute. Mike Wait drop. a minute. Mic drop. DLG, you got one more to kick us out on? Um, there's a, Actually, I got a stand-up comedian who does a good joke. She's 11 years old, uh, and she does this really great bit. She talks about dating online. She says she has a really hard time meeting people because every time she does, they keep getting arrested. Oh, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. I hope you enjoyed the mean tweets. I hope you enjoyed the show. Yeah. Uh, Louisiana Comic Con was a blast. Thank you very much, Louisiana Comic Con. Thank, Thank you, you, Hagen Broussard. Thank you. Shout Thank out you. L. Graves. L. Graves and Ernie Hudson. And Ernie Hudson. We are Nerd Thug Radio. Hashtag talking nerdy to you. Thanks for checking out this production on Old Star Community Radio. Montgomery County's radio station. For more information on this show and other shows on Lone Star, check us out online at irlonestar.com. If you're interested in sponsoring a program on Lone Star Community Radio and reaching the local audience of Montgomery County on FM, Internet, and TV media, please call 936-647-5747 or contact us online at irlonestar.com. 
This recording is a Lone Star Community Radio production. Produced by the show host and Dick Schistler of Lone Star Community Radio. Interested in volunteering as a music DJ or starting your own talk show? Yeah, contact Dick Schistler at dick at irlonestar.com or by phone at 936-647-5747.